0: Yo,
1: chill, I'm said he waiting at the door.
2: All right, we on live now, but hold on. Here we go. I'm just sharing everything. All right, he should be coming in. Just let him know we actually up and on live right now, but I'm still sharing. So whatever he talking about, you know, he on. We're on live. For everybody that's watching the show right now, we will officially begin at eight o'clock. But if you have any questions, feel free to post them in the chat and we will make sure uh, that the experts at some point of the show, acknowledge your questions and give you an answer. I see you out there, Stereo. We're we gonna have a point during the, during the uh, probably in the third part. If somebody wants to get in with a question, uh, we'll give out the link uh, to, to ask a question. And I just want you to know, Stereo, I know how you act. We will be, I will have like an after party after this uh, on my YouTube channel uh, for more extensive uh, discussions. I'm laughing. Stereo trying to get in. Stereo said he saw you on here, rock. <laughs> so I just want everybody to know that uh that we do have a program that we're going to follow. And uh there will be we're gonna take questions from the chat. And and if we have time, we will let people on to uh the Zoom link to, to personally. Ask the doctor a question, uh, and we will do follow up with a after party on the Kevin Chillher YouTube channel. But we are are following a program today. All right, all right, I got you, uh, Sean. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start at so in, in eleven minutes we starting. What's going on, everybody? So yeah, anybody that's watching right now, uh, you're you're in in the you're on the right channel. Please feel free to share this, and we will be hopefully beginning at eight o'clock. And we will try to adjust address, address all questions uh, that you can post in the chat. And in some point of the program, we will share the Zoom link. Uh, if you have a specific question or statement pertaining to the topic, you get your shot. But we will have, and hopefully, we'll see uh, the doctors, Dr. Uh, Lalika Dunqua. Dr. Benita Cole, who most of you already are familiar with, The Chill Talk Doctor, and Dr. Lynn Milliner. So they will be in the house. Go ahead and share this and I will be looking and we will be checking to see if you guys have any questions. But go ahead and feel free to share, let the people know, this is a very important program, a very important question, especially specifically to the black community there's a lot of controversy uh, a lot of questions a lot of false information uh, a lot of conspiracies we're all over the place with this one so we have experts in the field and you know and sean locked (laughs) Uh, but we do have three medical doctors specialized in pertaining to questions about COVID-19 about the vaccine and and its relationship to the black community so share 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 and if you have made it over to the chill talk page go ahead like and follow the page if you're watching this on a another another page another platform Uh, If you can get over to the Chill Talk page on Facebook at Chill Talk to me, please go ahead and like and follow the page. At some point in time, I'll be sharing the link. And before the end of the show, I will be sharing my Zoom channel so we can meet up over there to just really go in on what we talked about today. So the doctors are showing up, as I can see. I see we have the Chill Talk doctor. Benita Cole in the building. Please go ahead and share while I check what's going on on the Facebook chat line.
0: Be back in a second.
2: We're loading it in I see we have Dr. Benita Coe, the chill talk doctor on her way into the building on time she had to she's taking time away from uh, the Alpha Kappa Alpha Founders Day all of the things that they have going on I believe she made a presentation yesterday. So let's see. I'm
3: watching it right now.
2: (laughs) All right, whatever you're saying right now, we're actually on live right now. We haven't officially started, but people people can hear you before you start fussing at me. So uh, again, if everyone, (laughs) everyone, okay, we have LaLeka Dunqua. I'm gonna go ahead and let the doc in. Okay, I see Dr. Dunkwa. I see she has a camera in, but no, okay, there's her, there's her microphone coming in. All right, Dr. Dunkwa, we Dunqua. We have not officially started yet. Uh, I have Audrey, my tech diva. Let me let her in. And we will officially begin the show at eight o'clock. Please, everyone watching. Go ahead and share. I see people are starting to get their questions in in the chat. What's going on? Juju in the building. Kendall Stokes Sr. in the building. My brother, Mark White. What's going on, bruh? Brother Fontaine in the building. Chavis Tep Hesup in the building. Mika and of course Aunt's cousin Stereota hit man in the building. <laughs> so again, everyone that's watching, John Ray, what's going on? Corey, Corey in the building. I got his people. Uh, so anybody want to, before we officially get started, please share if you have questions you can people can start putting their questions in the chat Uh, you might want to head them off as questions so i can identify or we can identify them as questions easily maybe put a q in front of it or the word question or something that we can quickly and readily identify it as a question Mm -hmm. because you know how you guys do it in uh in the chat you'll have your own conversations and while i have the the tech diva Audrey Wiggins. How's it going Audrey? Hey Chill Talk going all right. How's everybody doing this evening? All right now I just want everybody to know Audrey is taking time to make sure that in case I have any tech problems or I have any wi-fi problems or we need to to keep it moving ahead from the program she's going to be here to help out and it is her birthday today, so she's actually hanging out with us on her birthday. So we appreciate, we appreciate you, Audrey.
4: You're welcome. Yeah, go ahead and make me um, a co-host just in case.
2: All right, let me see. Where I do go I back mute? Where do I go to that? Do oh, I go to more?
4: Oh, you can, you can hover over my um yes, my name and yeah. I know. yes,
2: hover okay. over your name.
4: Yeah, with more, just like you said.
2: Okay, don't see that. Hold on. Make co-host. There you go. Wow. All right, it is done, Audrey.
4: Okay, thanks. So in
2: case I shut down because Wi-Fi has been sketchy over here at times. I don't know if it's AT
1: and know. What we had, I... What's that book behind you, right there over your left shoulder? Which one? Two books. Two books. You yeah, got two books over there. That's right. Uh, yeah. A man with a beard, and and, and I see another book that looks familiar next to the man with the beard. Is
2: that Darwin? That is Charles Darwin over my shoulder. Okay. Okay. you know that's because I'm I'm part of the 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 uh the book club. Anka <laughs> shouts Ank out books. He I don't know if you knows people pay attention uh to when he shouts out books, but you know. So yeah, so the so both of those books with well, shout outs mm-hmm. from out. the uh, the Charles Darwin's uh, Darwin sacred cause. And of course, the vaccine did not cause uh, autism. Rachel's autism, Peter Hotez. So mm-hmm. yeah, Hotez. Peter Hotez. And and uh, I was claiming that I discovered him, but really have to give that, that uh, those accolades to Ankh because when Ankh started shouting them out and when I got the book and I started shouting out Peter Hotez, we hear, uh A peep from a, a place called Queens, but no, we didn't hear anything from him. I mean, not in the, out in the in the popular culture. But next thing you know, Peter Hotes is all over MSNBC, CNN, with his rocking his bow tie, dropping knowledge. So uh mm-hmm. I'd never heard of him up until Unk shouted out the book, and and it is an an excellent book. No one of them
5: tools I use in the vaccine debate in Harlem before the pandemic.
2: There we go. So we are waiting. Only person we're waiting on is Dr. Uh, Is 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 Dr. Milliner. So I don't know. I might have to put uh, Dr. Cole. On Dr. Milliner, that's her person. Mm, Actually. Again, guys, we're about to begin and let me see where is my other two doctors i have one i had one and i'm looking for another one give me one second guys i ain't on
5: audrey can't hear you muted out
4: yeah, I forgot about. I forgot I was muted. Yep, yeah, I'm doing good. How you doing,
5: I? Just checking on you. I know how you like to beat me up. I'm a oh,
4: that's because, I love you. That's
5: because I love you. Yeah, you both wear glasses. Oh, that what it is.
4: Yeah, that's what it is.
5: Goodness gracious, good to see I, you.
4: Again. You too. I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know, I just need to like be quiet. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah.
5: You up during the debate? <laughs> well, Hey, that was a that was a good uh, uh, that was a great debate we had on this platform. It right?
4: Really was it? Really was yep.
5: Now you see the significance of it. Now, how about now?
4: Oh, definitely, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Things do have a, um, a way of showing rearing their head, don't they? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will set you free. <laughs> no, the truth, boy. The truth
6: will make you free, boy. Oh
4: my goodness, yep. So, honey, looks like Dr. Milner's coming in. Yep.
0: So, yeah, that was
1: that was good. We have a lot to talk about. I'm glad we're furthering the discussion, though, because that's, that's that's how all science is. What? It's just furthering the discussion, correcting correcting things, and giving people that opportunity to really get the information.
5: Yeah, they're not. Yeah, we yeah, science is undefeated, man.
2: Okay, I see. We have been been joined by Doctor Lalika Dunqua. Am I am I pronouncing your name right, sis? Okay, she's on mute, but she gave me the. the she... All right, yes, you got it correct. All right, even though I, I did spell it incorrect when I sent out the information, <laughs> but okay, Doctor Lalika Dunqua. All there right, gotcha, you go. Got gotcha, you, sis. Correct. And uh, my homegirl, Dr. Lynn Milliner, has joined us. Hey. <laughs> my, my, uh, my movie uh,
7: movie film watching partner. Yes, we can get back to watching movies, I hope, one day soon.
2: No doubt. Okay, I did talk to Dr. Bonita Coe. Uh, her camera said she was using a, another camera, so she's rebooting. And uh, getting back on, because she was actually already on. So I don't know what she did. So everyone, we we're down one doctor. So as soon as we get Doctor Co in the building, we will, will officially begin. And again, please feel free to share this very important show. We have top people in the field. <laughs> mm. And I got my my gunners in the building, just in case there's some drama. <laughs> I got Anka Keck and Brother Sean, because they on the front line every day handling the foolishness. And there will be foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> They've heard it all. Yeah,
0: yeah. They've heard it all,
2: Seen it all, done it all. Yeah. Ank, I'm even rocking my, come on, Ank, give it to me. Oh, I
5: see you. wear mine. I ain't even got mine on. I'm going to do it like this today, though. I got you. No, sir. I
2: see you added the new, the new gear. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Had to, you know, upgrade. You know how we do. Keep Please these, support you know. brother's Onk, Brother Ankh's uh, line of gear, uh Abjure uh, dot com. Is it dot com? That's it. Abjuwear.com. <laughs> we'll make sure we get it in the uh, in the chat. Support it. And uh, and you see, I'm rocking his no pseudo hat. Yeah, that's what I know the mean. doctors like that. No pseudo no
5: <laughs> science. <laughs> I, that, this, this, this brother right here. appreciate
8: that. <laughs>
2: this, this is this is a part
5: of Ankh's product. So this is brother Ankh's product. Yeah, no misinformation. Hey, chill. I'm just saying. I, I I'm glad you got us on here, man. Uh, around, uh, you, you got us around some powerful sisters, and I and I'm just saying that's that's like a valuable tool because right now the black man is acting slap crazy. the leaders the so-called leaders they out of their minds so the sisters got to kind of bring us back in order and I'm appreciating
2: that bro all right all right hopefully uh, again you guys I see people are starting to put questions in we appreciate that let me go back and check there you go Uh, my mother's in the building way to go mom
5: (laughs) Being the best behavior
2: Uh, come on now, and you make sure you Hey, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is watching, uh, OK. I know. I,
5: you know, I'm in my best behavior. You know, come on. I'm not going
2: to be the one to mess up. Now, I <laughs> <my mom laughs>
5: might be, but not me.
2: Uh, all right. Still trying to see if we can get Dr. Bo in here. Now, she was in here. She was the first doctor in the building and was talking to me, complaining, saying that she was her camera might still be at the AKA convention. Hmm. we might have to send uh, the the tech diva over to uh, Dr. Bo Medicine Woman to see what's going on with her camera.
1: Hmm.
2: I'm gonna gonna give her a quick call guys to see how she's doing. Be right back. Talk amongst yourselves, tell people to share, be right back.
4: Hey Leilika.
8: Hi, Lynn, how are you? Hi, I'm good, how are you? Long time.
7: I know, I guess this is what we're gonna have to do instead of skiing.
8: <laughs> it is January. <laughs> I
7: know, right, right.
8: And actually, Sundance is, uh, would've been this week, next week? Yeah,
7: uh, Coming up, because I've been getting the emails, so I can't, uh, That that would have to be virtual too.
8: Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I'm multitasking
7: when I'm, when I'm on camera, I'll be on camera. So. <laughs> oh,
8: gotcha, you. gotcha, you, gotcha, you, gotcha, gotcha,
7: But historical fact about that picture that was taken the last Cavs game before they shut down the arena for the pandemic. Oh, wow.
8: Yeah. I was looking I was like, that looks like this a, a basketball court. <laughs> it was, and we
7: were, um, we were angry with our seat rep who came up to our seats that night and said, do you want to put your feet on the paint? We're like, feet on the paint? What does that mean? We were side, mid-court ah, on the first row. And then, and then I guess that maybe that was a bad omen because they, they shut it down after that.
2: <laughs> All right, I see we have Dr., Dr. Benita Cole. I don't see a picture. Do I hear her voice? I see that she has a mic and a camera available.
3: I know I can't get my camera to work.
2: We can hear you though. All right, Tech Diva. Any 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 suggestions for her, Audrey? While Doc Doc, doc Dr. Co. can't get her camera on. And she just was, was on with the
4: AKs. Okay, but, um, what issues are you having? Is it open? Because it, it seems like it's just a black space. So maybe is it covered up? No. Hmm. You're on computer or phone?
3: my
4: my computer yeah check the um the video settings down there where you know we have the video icon on the lower left okay and click on your video settings and see um see what see what camera you have here. it's using and make sure it's pushed in all the way because i know before um sometimes the you know the cord is not in all the way and i've done that with my microphone on my camera and um you know of course i didn't have any audio
3: Uh, video setting. It's, yeah. I only have one camera to choose from integrated webcam. Okay.
6: <laughs>
3: the light is on for the camera, but it's not taking my picture.
1: Hmm. What's a FaceTime HD camera or same assistant? Hmm.
4: What is it? What do your settings say when you click on settings? Um, Camera,
3: integrated webcam, original ratio, HD, mirror my video, adjust low light, always display participant names on their video. Um, always show video preview dialogue when joining a meeting hide non video participants spotlight my video when i speak
8: always show video
3: the light is on for the camera
4: yeah so let, yeah so it is it sees it for sure but for some reason it's not um it's almost like it's backwards because we have this real good solid black so it's almost like yep. it, yeah like it's reversing Ooh. Yeah, unplug it, plug it back up. Let's see what's under um
3: this camera is part of the um laptop. It's at the top. It's not in oh, it's a
4: built-in. Yeah. Yeah, so you may need to go into the, the um the camera settings from the computer and not um and not yeah. zoom and see what's what's going on there. It tells
3: me that another app is using the camera already, but I don't oh, have, you may I don't have any it. I don't have anything else on.
4: Do you have another um Zoom open? Oh yeah, you might have that, yeah. Oh um, uh-huh. because I know before you could only have one open and I noticed um yesterday that um you know I had two two sessions open.
3: I think that
4: might be it. Okay, Okay, it looks like she's going out to um to check it.
2: That's okay, guys. Hopefully uh, when we get it on, we will begin immediately. Again, please share the show. Okay, there's Benita coming back in. Let's see. Audrey, let's see. I'll go ahead and let her in.
4: Just a second. Oh, you got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, still black.
0: She like the
1: call you or she went out. Yeah, she went oh, back so. out. Yeah. What well, are the questions are in the chat? Let's see if I can. Some people put questions in there in the chat. I'll see if I can um, copy it.
2: Uh, we got we got people calling in saying that if you haven't used your if she hasn't used her laptop in a while, there may be physically something covering it that you just can't see. Because uh, they said it happened to them. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we have.
7: She's uh, she's coming back in again. Can we see questions in the chat, or is that just you?
2: Uh, the only questions you can see in the chat are actually not in the Zoom chat. They're in the the Chill Talk mm-hmm. page chat.
7: Oh, okay. Is that on? Is that on? Okay. On
2: Facebook, on the. Um,
7: uh, oh, okay. The Chill All
2: Talk right. uh Radio page.
1: I'm copying uh, some of the questions.
2: Okay.
7: I'll take your word for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully, I really want want Doctor Cody good because she has actually a slide presentation.
7: Mm-hmm. If she can't do her slides, she can send them. Can she send them to somebody and we can share the screen? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's still what'd you say, Sean? She should still be able to share her screen.
4: Okay. okay.
1: Just can't see her.
4: Right, right. Got it.
2: Okay. Well, when she comes in this time, we'll try to get this rocking. When she comes back in
1: and we'll I, I try to copy the questions there, chair. You see him? I, I do zoom. see him.
2: I do see the yeah, and and Audrey, and because after a while, Sean, I'm I'm gonna turn this over to you and Onk, uh, uh-huh. and the doctors can see the questions. All right, here's Doctor Bo. Let's see what's happening.
4: we Dr. Cole. Do you have a profile picture? So maybe if you turn your video off, we can right. see your face.
3: Yes, I do. Oh, I'm <laughs> you
4: sorry. don't sound happy about I it. No, it's sad.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
2: she and she, and she has chill talk fans, so you know they 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 like her dread.
3: So this I don't Aww. know. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it. I never had a problem with it before. Um, I'm using my work computer. Um, And I need to use this because this is where the slides are. (laughs) (laughs) And the picture.
2: See, we get a picture up and then we'll go ahead and start.
4: Yeah, yeah. So just turn the camera off. Yeah. And then hopefully your picture will show.
2: She 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 said, forget that. She left out again.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Third or fourth time is a charm.
2: (laughs) She said, screw that. I'm getting this camera in. Let's go. go. What y'all say? Okay, well, this is what we'll do. While, while we're getting that together, we can at least start the beginning of this. So I'd like to officially start. Let me start my recording. Just a second. Okay, thank you. Talk to me, Cleveland. Although everybody's in various places, I still have to start my show off that way. Uh, this is your host, Kevin Chihard. Uh I'm bringing you this. Uh, on behalf of my nonprofit, uh, My Cool Solutions, this is still a Chill Talk product, a Chill Visions product, all things connected to the Chill platform in the chillosphere. But today we are talking about something very, very important, specifically to the black community. It's been a topic of discussion all over, all over the world, all over the United States. Uh, local and abroad, and what we like to do is, is uh, talk about some of the things that we hear that we need to know, but get some experts in here to, to actually give us information from the medical field. And we have experts here. So firstly, what I, I'd like to do is, is introduce, uh, starting off with the doctors, and they can, I'll, I'll give a brief, a brief introduction and they can talk a little bit about their medical background and why the topic of the black community in response to the COVID-19 and the vaccine is an important discussion to have. So first, first of all, we'd like to start with Dr. Laleka Donqua. Dunqua. Qua? man, <laughs> yes. I practiced that. <laughs> you did. Okay. Got it right the first time. Uh, she is an internist and a infectious disease specialist in the Washington D.C. area. Uh, is there anything else we need to know, uh, particularly about your background, what you do, and and what is what do you feel is important about this specific topic to the Black community?
8: most of what I do is infectious disease, uh, specifically HIV, Um, but um, the the vaccine, I'm telling all my patients, the vaccines are very important uh, for everybody to get, as long as you don't have any kind of allergic reaction to um, uh, any of the ingredients that's in the vaccine, everybody should get the vaccine. So I'm telling all my patients, and I work in the community. (laughs) so
2: so you're in the dc area i'm in the dc area
8: exactly
2: all right well thank you very much and we will definitely have questions for you until we get dr bonita kobeck we'll go to dr lynn milliner uh dr milliner is staffed the metro health covid hotline so she's heard it all and she currently is the medical director for the Cleveland Department of Public Health, Dr. Lynn Milliner, uh, anything else you need to fill us in on your medical background and want to move forward to why uh, this topic is of the utmost importance to the Black community? Well, so
7: thank you, first of all, for having me on on the on the show. I, I do appreciate the opportunity. Um, just like lelika said, it's important to get the COVID vaccine. What we know is this takes us out more than it takes other groups out. This is one thing in our arsenal that can help prevent disease. Because the last thing we want is for people to get COVID. The last thing we want on top of getting COVID is you having COVID with underlying health conditions that are already strikes against you. We need to have conversations. So yes, it's important that we tell you to get your vaccine, but we need to understand why you're not getting it. We can't you know, bribe you, force you, push you into doing something you're not comfortable with But we want you to know that that your healthcare providers are here to listen to you and talk to why and talk about why you're hesitant to get the vaccine, because not everybody's reason is the same. Right. So I think conversations like this are important conversations with your providers and talking to people you trust and getting the right information, you know, coming from people you trust is really going to help us turn this around. All right. Thank you. And
2: also want to introduce my brothers, uh, the the guest moderators for this show, these as I you might have heard me say earlier, uh, today these brothers are are tireless, tirelessly out here dealing with the public, dealing with the misinformation, uh, spreading news, and and really kind of on the front lines in the community, talking about scientific literacy. Uh, and, and real facts and processes and methodology and telling people to, to cite sources and, and, and research and primary research. So these brothers are out here handling it every day. So so first I want to introduce my brother, Eni Sean Kalfani. He's an, he's an author of uh, several books as a part of the Kofi Paisai research team. Also as a part of the mighty Masi Warriors Sean, introduce yourself and kind of give us some information on why this subject, uh, in particular, as it relates to the black community is important.
1: Uh, first I want to say ETM hotel, um, that's welcome and peace. My name is Sean, uh, I'd like to thank you chill for having this, this show today. Um, also I'd like to thank all the panelists, uh, the doctors for participating in this discussion and helping, uh, further the discussion, especially with, in our community, uh, because they don't really get to hear your voices a lot, and I think it's important for your voice, your voices to be heard. Um, I got into this because uh, maybe 2019, uh, we start talking about vaccines due to some uh, conversations with people who, you know, were on a kick of pushing fruits and vegetables as as ways to, you know, uh, create some form of immunity within the within your uh, body against, you know, pathogens and so on and so forth. And people had misconceptions and understanding of vaccines. And it started out as a conversation about, did, you know, vaccines cause autism and how many vaccine deaths and so on and so forth. And uh, that kind of picked up, what Brother Unke kind of picked up uh, through 2019, coming down the pipeline to the end of the the end of the year, and um, at the end of the year, like I said, uh, Uncle, get into what happened at the end of the year. But the misinformation continued to pile up, and we begin we begin to you know have to fight a little bit harder, a little bit harder, and, and keep presenting information to people, and then have to go back and get a little bit more basic and talk about the immune system and how it works and so on and so forth, and what vaccines actually do, and um, And then that transcended into, you know, January. In January, we realized that there was a global pandemic taking shape, Uh, a virus, a pathogen, uh, was actually running havoc, or we're gonna say virus in this instance, running havoc, And, um, and then it got us all the way through this particular point of the end of all 2020. And so the things that we were saying in 2019 came into fruition in 2020. And, uh, you know, and I felt like my responsibility as a researcher, uh, you know, is to make sure that our people get the correct information to make an informed decision so that we're not sitting here saying, I'm not getting it because of Tuskegee or I'm not getting it because of some, some misconceptions, um, around Tuskegee and what took place and just in the medical field altogether. So, uh, that's my piece on that. And, um. Man, thanks for having me. know yeah, I'm too.
2: Before I go to Ankh, I want to kick it back to Dr. Cole uh, to get her to introduce herself. But I, I do want to say, man, these brothers, and, and we're going to get to Ankh, but, but Sean and them do such a good job at, at uh, kind of dispelling a lot of the myths and myths, myths information that they make me lazy. Normally, I'd have to go and, and and start checking and going to all these places. I go and I go and see if Sean already did a did a did a show about it before I, I start doing all of that work. So I appreciate that, brother. Dr. Cole, can we at least hear you? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Uh, most people, well, they don't. They can't recognize her now because they don't see her. But they they are familiar. The Chill Talk audience is very familiar uh, with Dr. Benita Cole. She's our our Chill Talk doctor. Uh, she's appeared actually in the studio with us. Uh, well, she's she sat in on all kinds of events with me, and she's been on this platform many times. Uh, She's a doctor of internal medicine, but I I like to remind people that she also has a degree in human biology, which is very important uh, to this topic. Uh, Dr. Cole, would you like to say anything else about your your medical background? But please speak uh, to the point of how important this discussion is about COVID-19 and the vaccine as it relates to the black community?
3: So I take care of patients every day and I have a lot of frustration because people are still not doing what they should be doing as far as not getting infected. And Um, As we're going to talk about today, a lot of people still have a lot of frustration and reluctance about getting the vaccine. Um, It's frustrating for me as a physician because I'm taking care of people and they're so sick every day. And the more this pandemic goes on, the more people are going to be sick and this vaccine is, is is just about the only way that we have right now to not get sick and maybe even die from this virus. So I'm in the trenches.
2: All right, you're out there. I know you <laughs> are because we, we we talk on a semi-regular <laughs> basis and I understand what you're going through. i like to now take this... Uh, to Brother Ankh, Brother Ankh West, Brother Anka Keck. Brother Ankh is OG out here in, in the streets, on the internet, on social media, urging, pleading, begging our people to become scientifically literate. Uh, he, he's been at the forefront of getting this information out when people weren't, weren't doing this, from a a a scientific perspective Uh, and he can he can say it when he introduced himself not that he's a doctor but he this brother is one of the originators of what has now become people trying to be scientifically literate or know that such things exist out here at least in social media with real information. But I, I'll let Brother Ankh uh, introduce himself further and talk to us about why this conversation that we're having is important.
5: Uh, how you doing our uh, family, Black African Power and um, peace to the intelligent panel uh, that, that is assembled. And I like to just give thanks specifically to the sisterhood. It proves that intelligence starts at home with the sisterhood. So I, I, I really appreciate that. And my name is Brother Unk, and it's always been my vision to get the people ready for, for, for times like this, right? The, uh, the education they just wouldn't necessarily get in school. I always wanted to bring college level doctorate information to the people with a with a street type of flair, but they would just be able to understand and comprehend it. And so we're in this time now where it's time to get to the experts. And so my my, my life journey and work has been based off of getting the people mind ready to deal with the experts. And so it's been my thing to teach scientific literacy. When I brought it to the community, I was like, man, they're going to appreciate that. They literally threw tomatoes at me. So I had to develop Mm -hmm. groups upon groups of study teams of scientific literacy. Um, And We've been on it so much that we 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 had a debate against the largest anti-vax community in the world uh funded by John F Kennedy and the boys junior okay so we we dealt with them we we dealt with the anti-vaxxers when the scientists and the doctors were saying well you know we ain't got time to mess with that crap now we see what it is and and I'm glad that the doctors and the scientists could join us in this fight to liberate our people from ignorance this is a war on ignorance and not understanding what's going on around us and our natural world. And for me, science is the best tool to understand our natural world. That's what it is. You know what it is, chill them all in.
2: Brother Ankh, all right. Now we got it, because because uh, uh, Dr. Lalika has things to do, but uh, she has a world to save. But we do <laughs> want to get right to her with some questions. And what I'm really going to do is, is turn these questions uh, that that Sean and Ankh have that they themselves want to kind of put out there questions that already people have been asking in the chat, while while we have this sister here, uh, who who is a, a a specialist of infectious disease to kind of you know run some things by her. So Ankh and Sean, I'm, I'm going to turn this over to you guys and let you handle handle the questioning uh, and getting some information from this sister while we have her.
5: Okay. You want me to ask that first question, Sean? Feel yeah, free. All right. Okay. I don't want to miss. Dumqua, Doctor doomqua Did I say that right? Dun-quad.
8: You said it right.
5: Oh man, might not baby do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the first his his point. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? Like climate change, vaccine science is settled by all conceivable logic, a medicine that prevents disease outright rather than treating symptoms should be universally embraced. What say you? Should the black community universally, I mean, should the black community accept vaccines based off of the fact that it's been settled in science?
8: Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Especially with this vaccine, the COVID vaccine. It's a well, the two that are uh, approved that are on the market is a relatively new technology, but it's not that new, and um, it's it's been well studied. They started research back in the '90s on the technology and the actual human studies. Uh, that they were doing for this vaccine or some the technology for this vaccine was being studied in cancer patients. And so some of the misconception is that, oh, it came out too quickly. And so people should go ahead and trust the science and go ahead and get the vaccine.
5: Uh, uh, so I heard you say People should trust the science. So you're not actually asking us to trust white people, are you? No. Can you can you kind of expound that a little bit? Why? Because because that seems to be an issue. It's the white people thing. It's the it, we don't trust the white people. What's the difference?
8: Well, I mean, everybody is concerned about Tuskegee, number one. Or uh, we're concerned about Tuskegee as a as a culture. The difference here is that. We are involved in the studies. Our people are involved in the studies. We're part of the development. We're part of the, it's being over. It's being it's, it's being monitored. So there should be no concern about any any like anything that's untoward going on. So we should be we shouldn't be concerned about. It not being leg- legitimate uh, data.
2: Okay. Hey, can I really quick? I just want to jump in and ask Dr. Uh, Lalika, could she, she move herself up a little bit more in the oh, show? I'm, I'm, she, she might want to move the camera down or. Oh, the camera. Let me see. There you go. Ah. Set yourself. There we go. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> yeah, it look like off. I was so
5: short.
1: Uh, Okay, I'm gonna ask uh, uh, one of Chavis' questions uh, that he's been trying to get answered. He wanted an intelligent answer on this. Um, Well, he really wants to know if we could uh, break down the autoimmunity and any concerns with the mRNA vaccine.
8: So a lot of people are concerned about the mRNA vaccine for a number of different reasons. Um, some people think that it's uh, a live virus, and it's not, And it, that they're putting the virus into you, and it's, there's no virus particles at all. It's, it's, it's a protein that is put into the system, and it's basically, it's, it's, it's a protein that's put into the system to trick the system into thinking that the, that the virus is in, or in the body and for it to amount a response to the protein that's put into the system. So it's actually not alive, it's nothing live about it, it's not a live virus, it's, 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 it's not a part of a virus, it's, and it's not something that's going to go into your system and change the DNA. It's, a, it's an RNA, so it's a completely different technology, technology for virus compared to what's been done before.
2: All right. I, and I, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I do want to jump in and piggyback off that question, especially after he, because he asked about the autoimmune. And I know mm-hmm. uh, uh, Doc, you you also work heavily uh, in the age AIDS, AIDS, H-I- AIDS HIV community. Mm-hmm. And I do know recently that something came up about the uh, about the the vaccine uh, giving was it false positives of, of people uh, checking into the HIV? Can you do you know anything about that? And can you speak on that as well as his question about the uh, autoimmunity, autoimmune Correct. system?
8: So I'm not sure. I understand what the question is about autoimmunity. What 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 is the question asking, or the person asking? What are they asking about? Sean, you may want to help out on that
1: one. All right, so... Hold on. Mm-hmm. Give me a second here. While well, I'm doing it. One of the fake questions. But
8: <laughs> as far as the other thing, that while you're looking that up, I can answer the question about um, false positive um, from the vaccine. A lot of um, people who have gotten involved in clinical trials for different viruses and get the vaccine, sometimes can have a false a false positive uh, HIV test. But it's usually if they're involved in uh, HIV vaccines, not this vaccine.
1: Okay. Now with, uh, basically with autoimmunity, he's referring to the risk, um, people who have autoimmune disease, um, is there an increased risk factor for them receiving the mRNA vaccine? Uh, will this trigger an autoimmune response that will cause serious conditions? Is it life-threatening for them? Should they not get vaccinated, um, you know, is, is there some type of uh, personal risk for them to stay away from the vaccine?
8: So for people who have autoimmune disease, uh, so the, the issue is it's not going to trigger an autoimmune response for the autoimmune condition. The big issue is for those people who have severe allergic reaction. And so Um, Usually we're, and so it hasn't really been studied that well in patients with their autoimmune uh, conditions. And so for some of those people, we say, wait, wait for more studies, wait for them to get more data on people with uh, chronic medical conditions with poor immune system, because it hasn't been studied because most of the studies have been in relatively we say normal immune systems. So usually they're not saying with poor immune system, go ahead and take the medication. For our people who are HIV positive, most of the patients who are getting vaccinated are patients with a relatively normal functioning immune system because of medication. I'm not sure if I'm explaining that properly.
6: Yeah, I got
5: it. I understand that.
8: Yeah, I understand that. OK. Yeah, I got you. All right.
5: Here's from our Lee Taylor. This is, my, this is my favorite anti-vaccine. I know he didn't do some tricks in the question. You're going to say, huh? watch. So he says, since, and this might not even be true, right? I don't think it is. But why he says, since it's proven in animal trials that the mRNA vaccine. Can go to the brain. What proof they got? It won't cause neurological damage. See, he hits you with the trick question. Like it actually <laughs> can't go to it, But go ahead, Doc. On the, go ahead. <laughs> See, we normally spend an hour
6: fighting
8: <laughs> we have you in a
5: rabbit hole. But go ahead.
8: <laughs> so, like I said before, it's it's so it's not a it's not a live virus. There's nothing living about it. It's tricking the body to think that there's something that's for it to recognize a viral particle so it can develop antibodies to start fighting against the virus.
5: So it's nothing to go to the brain.
8: There's nothing to go to the brain. There's nothing to go to the brain.
5: See see how, see how simple, see, and they think they're asking complicated questions, but if you understand the virus, like you say, it's nothing to go to the brain.
8: There's nothing to go to the brain.
5: That's funny, but he'll, he'll have the whole Facebook world. Oh, I told you, see what I'm saying? We're going to get brain damage from the vaccine. See, that's the game they play with. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Sean. Uh,
1: another question off the, uh, Zoom chat is, uh, Can you explain what happens when someone who is asymptomatic gets the, I believe it's what he's saying, someone who's asymptomatic gets the vaccine? So I guess they're under, they're asking um, or they're posing it to say, is it safe for them? Well, should asymptomatic people get the vaccine and, you know, will that help increase immunity or uh, something like that along those lines?
8: So the recommendation right now is that even if you've had COVID, you're also supposed to still go ahead and get the vaccine because we don't know how long the immunity is going to last. The immunity from having COVID. And so same thing, if you're an asymptomatic person, Uh, you tested a a positive or had antibodies and we don't know how long the antibodies are gonna last for. Or you tested positive and you never had symptoms, we don't know how long your antibodies are gonna last. And antibodies are supposed to be protective. And so the recommendation is if you were asymptomatic person who had COVID, still get the vaccine. If you had COVID and you were symptomatic, once you've recovered, Still get the vaccine because we don't know how long the immunity is going to last, and that's the issue.
2: Let's let's get in about two or three more questions uh, with uh, Dr. Laleka, and mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm you see I'm staying away from that that uh, last the, the, name. Dunequa,
8: how about that? Dunequa. Dune
2: Dunequa right couple couple more questions for dr okay i got one and they don't have to be from the from the all they don't all have to come from the chat right now they can be
5: from you i got a statement from a trusted leader in our community uh dr west Mm. from the nation of islam and i want to know is there any credence in this he says uh white races got together and came into the black community and gave us COVID-19. This is from the Nation of Islam, one of their leaders, Dr. Wesley Muhammad. This is one of the male leaders that I'm talking about. Is there any credence to that? Now, he's not a medical doctor. He has like a doctor probably in fully. Re- no, I'm joking, but he probably has a doctorate in like, you know, like Scott, I don't know, but he's not, he's not a virologist. He doesn't deal with infectious disease. So is there any credence to that? Because he's telling, Ten to 50,000 people that's in the nation of Islam. He's standing there on the podium, proud like, and he's telling them that. What say you, doc? It's
8: absolutely wrong. Wow. Absolutely wrong. I mean, it's, there's no truth to that.
5: It's ridiculous, huh?
8: <laughs> no I truth wanna, to that I, at
5: all.
1: I wanna add to that, so just just to spice it up a little bit, like, they just got permission to go in and do independent, you know, full independent research on, you know, the the virus, how it start, where it come from, all of these things. They, like, literally got permission to do what needs to be done centered around that lab. So if they just got permission to do more research, remember, they already sent investigators over there once. They sent investigators over there again. Mm-hmm. This is to the laboratory now. So for him to come out of his face and say that, I just felt like, and, and being a leader in the black community and being a, you know, a member of the nation of Islam, that was very disingenuous for him to do that. That That's a setback because there's gonna be thousands of people, you know, or millions, being that it's a nation of Islam, that will hear him and assume that he's accurate. Mm. Okay, I got one for
5: you. you you're in the community. And you've seen all type of quack cures and people thinking they could do this based off the fact it's the pandemic and, and people aren't that stable during this time. So do you know of any food, um, any herbs and spices, cereals, any type of meditation, anything that can protect you from the virus, from the SARS-CoVirus, I mean, coronavirus too?
8: You mean social distancing? Wearing a face mask, washing your hands.
5: That's the answer, huh?
8: Yeah, that's no that's food. that's the proven that's a proven answer. So it's no fool. It's been proven and it's been proven. Mm. If you stay away, you, you, you practice social distancing, you wear a face covering, you wash your hands. I see, but I see Dr. Cole upside down.
5: She <laughs> got the camera, work. Yeah. Okay, so Google. I got you. So basically, what you're saying is, washing doctor- hands.
8: Go
2: ahead, off. Yes.
5: Okay, wearing a face covering. Yes. That's the, that's been proven and tested. But yes. food and superfood and vitamins and all that—that's not that's not gonna stop.
8: It's not gonna stop you from getting it, no.
5: But we've been doing that for thousands of years in Africa. How you figure that? Why stop working now? I'm just being facetious. That's
8: what I'm <laughs> I realized that. <laughs> I realized that. Yeah. So we have a new virus that's easily transmitted. This is re- very easy. Tra- it's, it's very infectious. Having a, 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 a boosted immune system is still not going to prevent you from getting it because it's not. It's it spread. In the air, through droplets.
5: Air droplets. Okay, all right. I, I wanted
1: Today, to be-
8: hold. Oh, chill, chill,
1: real quick. So, is you said face coverings, social distancing? Could that also be the reason why uh, flu transmission is down?
8: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, what
2: I wanted to do because I saw Dr. Cole, and I know we deal with this uh, question all the time. Uh, Because, you know, all the times she's been on my show, I asked Dr. Cole uh, that same question. Every time somebody, back when it was boiling garlic lemon water, uh, gargling with Lysol, uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, moss seaweed, now my new absolute favorite, the spicy goat soup. (laughs) Soup.
0: Uh, and that's my
2: new favorite and 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 Dr. Cole just keeps going no 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 I'm gonna ask her again while she's on here that same question we just asked Dr. Dunquat doc is it some leaf herb uh black seed oil a box of rocks (laughs) or something they can build no. those antibodies and boost our immune system to defeat the COVID. Is it a leaf, a plant, a something? No.
8: <laughs> no, 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 and no.
2: That's all she, uh, Doctor. Maybe Doctor Milner knows a, a a leaf, a plant. No. Right? <laughs> okay,
5: chill, chill. Oh, I'm <laughs> No. Sure, are you saying that Radio and his compadres were just wrong? I am not saying... <laughs> You know, like, they're not even that doc- These sisters are doctors, meaning they're trained. They understand biology, or the whole nine yards. So you mean Radio. Stereo,
2: stereo. stereo. Come stereo. on, man, that man's name is Stereo. Don't start No, so we're
5: going to call him Radio. We ain't going to call him Stereo. I'm going to call him Stereo Radio Misinformation. He came on here and just blasted us trying to convince us of something that these well-organized doctors that are studied and trained for at least eight years and said subject matter. He just came and defeated them. How how could that be? That's the problem with the community. They're defeating doctors from their house. That's interesting. Man. All
6: right.
2: Now, now you made me at some point in time today. I'm going to have to let that man get in here and speak for himself. Just,
6: just the journalist
2: <laughs> in me. Uh, but uh, Couple more questions, maybe two more questions while we have uh Dr. Dunqua on you here. Got it. Yeah. There we go. And you then we'll it. go to Dr. Cole.
1: Okay, I got I got you. This this will be two easy ones. Uh, the uh from our question number three is do you know what the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is made of and why it's only requiring one shot? And then uh, I'll let you answer that first.
8: Yeah, so the Johnson and Johnson one, based on, it's not based on what they've done so far and it's just starting phase three, um, yeah. is, is just starting phase three. And when they pulled the information um, in phase one and phase two, the early parts, they found that people had developed immunity, the antibodies, uh, after just getting uh, one, one shot of the virus. I mean, one shot of the vaccine correction. And so this vaccine, as far as I know, um, is what they call a translational uh, uh, vaccine. And it's a little different than the mRNA technology that um, the two ones that's out is using so it's a little different technology
1: different and it's oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. All right.
5: So, um why is it after we take the vaccine, we still got social distance, wash our hands, and wear a mask? Not like like we're going to get we're going to catch a fever? We're going to get all that. So, you know, for us, it's saying like, man, we might as well just get the coronavirus. We got to do all that. Why, why vaccine? We got to do the same thing we've been doing prior to the vaccine, Doc. Please help me out with that.
8: So basically, the whole point of the vaccine is we're trying to get, as oh, they call herd immunity so that they can have enough people in the community with antibodies so that People Will get it, it can be, I guess, eradicated or yeah, Got that's it. why we have to continue doing that huh. until enough people are vaccinated. So that's why they're trying to get as many people vaccinated so that we can have basically immunity in the community. So, herd immunity through so vaccination,
5: spread of disease. Basically, yes, I think ain't that
8: the question, Sean? Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's the one that's complicated. Why doesn't it stop the spread of disease? Like, that's kind of complicated. Say so that again? Am I asking
8: that
1: question? Like, now now it's, well, okay. So the question is, once, uh, once you receive the vaccination, mm-hmm. uh, stop a person from uh, infection and or spreading the disease. Correct.
4: Right.
8: Say so that again? Yeah, that's All fine.
1: right. Once, yeah. Once you receive the vaccination, will mm-hmm. it stop a person from getting uh, and spreading? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, help us out. In, I
5: yeah. Help us out here. If get you receive the vaccine, getting, can you still it? spread it? It's,
1: it's a copy, Yeah. It's a. It's the same question over and over. Some people are hearing that they still can be infectious,
8: mm-hmm.
1: and still yeah. can spread.
8: So yeah that, that's a tricky that's a tricky part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a tricky part, right? So um then you want to jump in. I yeah, heard so you, did. you Right. So you can
7: initially still spread. Now you are not getting the virus once you get the vaccine. So we got to make that clear. It's yeah, not injecting yes. covid into you, right? So you can't no. spread it by getting yeah. the vaccine. However, you're not protected. It's not like a light switch. So the day you get your vaccine doesn't mean you can stop wearing your mask and distancing because the immunity doesn't kick in for a couple of weeks up to a month, right? So you can be protected with the shot and still get COVID after your shot. If you, know, you decide, I'm not going to mask, I'm not going to distance, I'm not going to wash my hands, and I'm going to go to the wedding and the funeral, and I'm going to have some barbecue and hang out with my friends, and somebody in there has COVID, you get it, and you're thinking, I got the shot for nothing which is not accurate, you you just aren't protected against it yet. And her whole point to everybody getting it is once enough people either get the vaccine or get the disease, and that's not what we want, because a lot more people will get sick. To Dr. Cole's point, a lot more people will die when we have enough with antibodies, then we can stop the spread, stop the shed. We can't stop that right now, because not enough of us have antibodies and not enough of us to have the shot. So that's why it's important for as many people as possible to get the shot, because everybody's not gonna do the right thing. Mm.
8: Hmm. Hmm. Okay, well, I, So like basically to go ahead, you, go, go So ahead, basically no, you I've actually known pe- a, a few people who actually ended up getting COVID after the first dose because mm-hmm. they had bad timing. Right. It's bad timing. They didn't get the second dose. and even after the second dose, depending on which one it is, you still have to uh, wait. wait, you know, about two weeks after, for you to have your uh, immunity developed to say, okay, I'm, not, now I'm, I'm, I'm now protected about 94 to 95% of the time depending on which vaccine you've gotten.
2: Okay, I wanna piggyback on that. So Dr. Dunqua, so, mm-hmm. so you're saying that if I get the shot, then uh-huh. the next day I can't go out to super mm-hmm. spreader events like I'm Superman. No. And then <laughs> when I mess around and find out that I, I got COVID, I'm going to say, man, the shot is, 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 is a mess. You know, it's, it's, it's fake.
8: No. Okay. No. No, you can't do that. can't do that. You have to wait until after your second shot, and even after the second shot, you still have to wait about 14 days afterwards.
2: Okay. Uh, last, last question for Dr. Uh, Dunqua. Mm-hmm. I'm getting good at, at that name. Yes, you we're gonna, are. We're gonna go to Doctor Cole's presentation. Uh, last question for the for the yeah. infectious disease
1: specialist. Um, uh, Um, this this one is uh, what are the known adverse side effects, and does the benefits outweigh the outweigh the risk? Since we're talking about infectious diseases,
8: the benefits absolutely, absolutely, absolutely outweigh the risk. Risk We know getting the vaccine, completing the vaccine will prevent you from getting COVID once you've completed the series. It's 95%, 94% effective. On the other side, we know, we've seen all the the data. Every day you look on TV, you see all the, the risk, you get COVID. There's some. There are several people who've gotten it, survived. They don't have the adverse outcome. But then there are those people who had the severe adverse outcome. Of course, you know the worst case is death. But then there are other people who don't have death. They, you know, we have people who still have loss of taste, loss of smell, months out. Mm. People still have respiratory Long. issues. Ha,
1: ha, Long term. Say that again. Long-term COVID?
8: Yeah, long-term COVID. Yeah, people with COVID, just uh, long haulers, just having symptoms, just ongoing. So yeah. Blood clots uh, that's caused different issues for a lot of people down the line. So yeah.
5: Hey, Jill, let, me last, let me ask this last one. is last one. So say okay. I just got my vaccine and now I'm about two weeks in and the antibodies started kicking in but i catch covid will that help lessen some of the symptoms will that kind of still afford me some protection you know what i'm yeah, saying like, that's,
8: so that's so that's the theory is that it should still you should have a milder version of it
5: right like the flu like like like, like right. the flu shot it might not be the exact one you know yes. but but It'll give you some coverage. Yep, yes. thank you. I, I appreciate yes. that. Yep, we we solid yes. right here with that. That's <laughs> some good, good answers to the
2: questions. All right, well, okay. I'd like to, to thank uh, Dr. Lalika Dunqua. All right, you got it. <laughs> I got a little fancy with it too. Uh, <laughs> but for join, joining us, and she can hang out as long as she wants to after this. Uh,
8: thank you so I, much I, for having me.
2: All right, I was just gonna say, but if you wanna say anything in closing,
8: Get the vaccine, everybody who is listening, watching on this. Uh, get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. All
2: right, thank you very much, doc. All right, all right, the thank chill you. talk doctor, as uncle say, on deck. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Benita Cole, uh, doc Bowes. Okay, let me see. I, I see you have your camera working, you got a fire cracking in the background. You ready to rock. So what, what do you, what do you have for us? And, and what do you, what do you think so far?
3: So you want me to go through the slides? Do what you want to do, doc. Let us know what you're getting ready to do. Um, some of the stuff that's on the slides, you guys already covered in your questions, but it may help to see it in words. I got some pictures to show people. So, maybe that may help solidify and push people over to the other side to decide to get the vaccine when it's available. How about that?
2: Just go for it, Doc. All
3: right. You got to enable my ability to share my screen. Audrey,
2: Post. Audrey, I thought I already did, but Audrey, Tech Diva, I, <laughs> I thought I already did do that.
5: She'd have gone to sleep on you. You know, it's her
2: birthday. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Tech Diva, I don't know if you're on there, uh, but go ahead. It's oh, yeah, it. I'm
4: here. I just gave her um,
2: access.
3: All right. You come, thank you.
4: I'm coming for you, aunt.
3: <laughs> there we go. There we go. Come on. There we go. All right. How do you like that? So of course I have to have a disclaimer that all the information that I'm giving you is good information. However, you you should talk with your doctor and get medical um, advice about anything that I'm telling you today. So you guys, um, Dr. Dunqua already went over how the COVID vaccine works. It's an mRNA virus, Um, and the whole point of the mRNA virus is to help your body efficiently make antibodies against the virus. Um, And the one thing people have a lot of concerns about is how fast the um, vaccine was produced, but this vaccine has gone through the same rigorous um, trials as any other type of vaccine that's been made. Um, so here's a picture. Maybe this will help people understand how the virus works. So, uh, sorry, how the vaccine works. So the, actually the, I did look up the ingredients of both, um, vaccines and believe it or not, it's really three ingredients. There's the MRNA, there's lipid or fat particles around it, and the, vaccine is stabilized by sugar. So it's really three components, the mRNA, fat, and sugar. That's all that's in it. And what it does is the vaccine goes into the cytoplasm or the fluid part of your cell, and the mRNA is put into your cell, but not inside the nucleus where your DNA is, and it teaches your cells how to make this spike protein. And then the cell puts the spike protein on the outside of it and then your body starts to make antibodies to it. And these antibodies is what protects you when your body actually sees the real virus. And actually what we think is the immunity that you get from the vaccine is actually more immunity than if you've had the infection yourself. So the vaccine teaches your body how to make that spike protein. And that's what triggers their immune response. We already went over that These vaccines do not cause COVID-19. It cannot. It's only a small piece of the um, spike protein that your body is making. Um, the, uh, The vaccine doesn't change your DNA. And as soon as your body makes the antibodies, your body gets rid of the mRNA. So you don't even keep that part of it. So the two currently available vaccines we have in this country are the one is the one from Pfizer and Moderna. You guys already went over that both of them are two injections. Um, I actually had my first injection of the Moderna vaccine last Saturday. Felt kind of tired, felt kind of achy, but all those symptoms went away in 48 hours. Um it's actually less side effects with an mRNA virus because you're only getting that spike protein part versus the traditional way to make a vaccine where you actually have a larger piece of the virus and your body has more of a immune response. So people probably are gonna have less um, side effects after getting the vaccine than maybe what you would get with a flu shot. So the question that, that I think is more important than should you convincing people to get the vaccine. I think the most important question is why you don't want to get COVID-19 infection. We have no cure. We only have experimental treatments. And just like we just talked about, we don't know the full spectrum of the long-term complications of this infection. I have patients now who've had symptoms with their breathing. They don't feel right. They can't think right. They can't go back to work. And it's been months at this time. And there's nothing that we can do about it. Um, If you don't know, when you get infected, you must be isolated at home for 14 days if you can stay at home. If you get sick enough where you're short of breath, you may have to go to the hospital. You may end up in the ICU, or worse, for a prolonged period of time. If you get infected, you're in the hospital, you can't have visitors, you're isolated in your treatment room, and, you act, and you've talked about already The serious complications of the infection, blood clots in the lungs, severe pneumonia. I have two patients of mine this week who have COVID-19 pneumonia. Serious complications and obviously we know um, how many hundreds of thousands of people have already died from this infection. Prolonged breathing problems and the fact that you can infect your family members. I have so many patients, a whole, family is wiped out and if you got uncontrolled diabetes uncontrolled blood pressure you know you're not eating right you're not taking your blood pressure pills you're not checking your blood pressure you're not checking your blood sugar you're on prednisone you have autoimmune disorders if you have underlying conditions and obesity is one of them people who are obese obese have more problems with this infection So a lot of people have chronic kidney, uh, chronic conditions where it does not go well with this virus. So people are saying, oh, I'm not gonna get the vaccine, I'm gonna wait it out. But that is not a good choice because as more time goes on, you're gonna be less and less able to hide from this infection It's very prevalent in the community. Um, as of the looking at the CDC website as of January 4th, two people in this country are dying every minute from this infection. So no, you can't be so perfect in your um, trying to avoid the infection. I, I like to think of this virus as a burglar waiting to break into your house. The minute you touch your face one time, that one time you don't wash your hands, that one time that you don't have your mask on, this virus is waiting to sneak in and break in and invade and evade your immune system. That's why having the vaccine is so important because you're not, the more times goes on, the more prevalent the um, infection is in the community. And it's going to be harder and harder to avoid this virus. Like I said, it's, the infection is wiping out whole families. We already talked about that even though these two mRNA, mRNA vaccine, vaccines are new, mRNA technology has been around for at least 10, 15, 20 years. So it's really not new technology. And remember, whether you get the vaccine or not, your, taxpayer, your tax dollars are paying for this vaccine. And so the reason why um, it was uh, able to be um, distributed to the public so fast is because um, what I have on this slide, it's kind of busy, but if you focus at the bottom, Instead of the traditional way of making the vaccine, where you go through the, all the phase, phases of the trials, then you start manufacturing. What your tax dollars paid for is for Pfizer and Moderna to start large scale manufacturing while the trials were going on. So, when, and that, it's a big risk to take for the companies to do this because what if it doesn't work? But in the middle of a pandemic, what choice do you have? Fortunately, they both work. Um, This technology has been around for a while, so it's not like they have to start from scratch to make these vaccines. So when the trials are finished, you already have a large volume of vaccine that's ready to go when the FDA says, "Okay, you can use this um, vaccine for emergency use authorization. And one thing you have to know is all these COVID-19 tests that we're using, those are still not fully licensed either. They're still under emergency use authorization. So for everyone who's gotten a COVID-19 test, that's not licensed either. But in the middle of a pandemic, you got to go. You can't wait. So. Don't make a decision to not get this vaccine because you're gonna harm yourself based on other sins of others in the past, historical wrongs. We all know that they've happened, they're still happening, but you're gonna miss an opportunity. Despite past transgressions against us, the COVID-19 vaccine process is just not one of them. So making, this, making the decision to get the vaccine or not, I encourage everyone to make the decision based on science, not emotion. Um, nat- the National Medical Association, which is the national organization for Black doctors that's been around since 1895, they convene their own COVID-19 tax- task force on vaccines. And you can go on their website, and they have also said that they recommend that people get this vaccine. They did their own evaluation of all the studies um, independently. And the point of all this is to say that this is the national organization of Black doctors in this country. And they say and recommend that people get the vaccine. So that is. The end of my presentation. So, I think I covered a, a few other things that maybe you guys did not talk about. I hope I answered some more questions that people have.
2: Dr. Cole, look that, that fire.
3: It was fire.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: What was the
5: last thing she said? What was the organization you said you can go online? That's the Black
1: Doctors. Did she say that? I have it. Uh, in, in, uh, NMANET.org. National Medical oh, Association.
5: Was it asking you sean? I don't believe you. I'm asking up a fat that expert. <laughs> yeah, that's the video you had, right, Sean?
1: No, I went to doctors. Uh I went to blackdoctors.org. Oh, okay. All right. No, I National got
3: it's the National Medical Association.
5: There it is. Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah. I got it already. That should end it then. That should end all discussions. All black people should go get it since it's based off of color. We should be good <laughs> then. Because it wasn't, be- the decision never was based off of science. It was based off of the white man is going to kill us. So now we got some black doctors. Okay. It's over with.
2: Ankh, mm-hmm. uh, any any follow-up or any follow-up off of uh, what Dr. Cole, that, that Dr. Cole <laughs> heat? She just, just brought her any follow-up questions to her.
1: Uh, no, nah, I just, to, you know, I think she did a good job. Um, that's, an, I mean, like she said, I like the way she ended it. Um, follow the science. Uh, that's one thing that, that we continue to talk about from my camera. Uh, it's following the science, how we want to, uh, make sure that we take the people out of the equation, uh, trust the science, not the people, no matter what color they are, um, all kind of people lie. So a uh, lot doesn't have a color to it. Uh, misinformation doesn't have a color to it. So we need to make sure that we're accurately uh, we're on point. So in, uh, Dr. Cole, in your presentation, you were talking about the technology and how long it's been around and, and how it's used. And, and you showed a slide where, they sh- you know, an image of the, uh, the needle going into the injection site, which would be the upper uh, the upper arm uh, in the a, in a muscle area, and it going in, and then you said that it would not penetrate the, well, I, you didn't specifically say, you said it would not alter your DNA. How would you know that it would not alter your DNA if it enters the injection site at the arm, and that long needle can travel and get into the nucleus of your uh, cell membrane.
3: So cells are very, very small. You can't, a needle can't go into the nucleus of a cell like that. It, it doesn't really work like that. Mm-hmm. The needle is going into your muscle. The vaccine is going into your muscle and the cells take up um, the vaccine and the mRNA and do what it's supposed to do. So putting the needle in your arm is not going to penetrate the nucleus of a cell in such a way that it's going to affect your DNA.
5: It it worked like that on Facebook, though, Doc. That nanotechnology is going to get shooting in that cell on
3: Facebook, that's what they say. Nope,
1: fortunately not. They said that they're putting a chip in the vaccine and that they're gonna use it to generate Bitcoin and that's how they're going to be able to not only monitor you for a lifetime, but they're gonna make Bitcoin money off of you too because of this vaccine. So are you telling us that, you know, we're getting chipped now.
3: Uh-huh. It's three things in this vaccine: mRNA, fat, and sugar.
2: It's <laughs> crazy.
3: And and the nano chip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. According to according to stereo, because I'm sure that's what he's gonna come on here with. See, y'all just gonna keep saying that man's
2: name? You gonna have to make me bring stereo bring on stereo,
5: here. Yeah, bring stereo on and let him bring his ideas into the scientific environment. But sis, a, a doctor, I really, I really appreciated um, your, your presentation. It, it was very clear and concise. Um, and we, we just need, we need more of that. And, and I just appreciated that y'all taking time out of y'all busy day. And, and I think it's just valuable to continue to have an ongoing relationship with the experts. You know, this is not the time. This is not uh, pre-pandemic. We're in the middle of a pandemic. This is the job for the experts. You know, I was dope. Sean was super cool. Chill was was all the way live prior to the daggone pandemic. But once you get in the pandemic, man, you got to rely on the experts. You You know what I'm saying? Your preacher was super dope. Prior to the pandemic, every Minister Farrakhan, super duper guy, appreciate him before the pandemic. But once you get into the pandemic, you know, we rely on uh, the, the real heroes, the doctors, trusted sisters. And, and so, I, you the real hero, all oh, y'all, y'all, yep. real heroes wow. in the struggle, seriously. The, the experts, similar as that. No one's going to overturn the experts from the seat of their chair while they type on Facebook. They think they can, none of them. So I just, you know, that's a that's a thing right there that we can overthrow these doctors from the seat of our chair. And I just
2: appreciate <laughs> y'all.
1: Okay, well, uh, what, Go ahead, Shaw. No, I, I do want to uh, thank Dr. Cole for her presentation again because. Basically, everything that you reiterated in your presentation are things that we've actually made a habit out of trying to educate the people. The problem is, is our reach. We're not reaching enough people to properly educate them, but we're trying to work on making sure that we're getting it out because we use two different, basically, we use three different YouTube channels to try to get information out, the right information out, because we're in an information battle right now for the hearts of you know, our people specifically. And and I think that, you know, like having chill and, and the pseudo-killers and uh, the master Warrior Clan and Kofi Side Research Team uh, cohesive efforts on trying to educate the people and then having y'all come on just reiterates all of that, you know, because they don't see black doctors. And it seems like if it's a white doctor, that the information is going to be wrong or subjected to some type of further scrutiny because it's coming from somebody whose phenotype is different than ours.
2: All right, Dr. Cole, you want to say, and I want you to, to still hang out with us to answer some more questions, but just something that you want to say in closing to your presentation. And then I want to bring uh, Dr. Milliner in for a second. So, uh, Benita, anything to, to wrap up your presentation.
3: Honestly, this is what I have to say. We always talking about being disenfranchised, being left out. This is what I got to tell people. You do not want to be left off this bus. <laughs> this bus is going. Either you going to get on the bus or you going to be left out don't miss your chance to get this vaccine because I just heard on the radio I don't know how it's true how true it is but our federal government in all its infinite wisdom may not have bought enough for a lot of people to get their second injection
1: Man. it's true, it's true. They, had a, they had a shortage on the original amount because yep. Trump he only signed a bill to get so many and now these people are up to get their second dose and they gotta rely on that. So Moderna and Pfizer is right now, they came out and stated that they're, they're cutting back from sending vaccines to the UK now. So that's the adjustment that Moderna and Pfizer's making is not sending stuff overseas to the UK so that they could take care of whatever obligations here in America that has to happen.
3: That ain't fair the whole world is trying to it's like don't get left out you're gonna have your lip poked out or you won't be here one or the other
1: oh
2: man hey hey like when they like like when they kicked when, when they they kicked uh david Ruffin out of the temptations he uh <laughs> he otis told him he was out he looked at blue he said blue you agreeing with this and blue said david i love you but I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> get that shot, is what the doc is saying. What I wanna do now, and please, Dr. Cole, stay around. Uh is bring Dr. Milliner in. Please talk to us about the things that you have to hear to deal mm. with every because you're there on the hot, line. The hot People line. are calling. I don't know how many, how many calls do you get a day, a week, a month? And what are the things you have to hear
7: of what of, you're often you're the direct contact of right, that first contact, The right. first contact, talk to. So us about just a little background, the COVID hotline at Metro started in March. Um, and I, and I think it was a way to get people plugged in and get them tested and get in their questions answered about COVID. So we started it in March. It was just supposed to be a way to kill some time, make a little money, get some calls in between, March and now I've taken, it's probably four or 5,000 calls. um, Just myself, we're averaging now 200 calls a day among 10 physicians and I'm on that line every day. I will tell you what I've learned from those calls is people are afraid of getting COVID and people are afraid of dying from COVID but not afraid enough to do what we said to do all along. So they're not afraid to not go to the wedding, to the funeral, to the family gathering, to have Christmas, to have New Year's, when we keep preaching to the choir saying, don't do it, don't go out, don't go to the store, and the whole family going to the store, don't go to the party, don't go to the club, don't go to the bar, and people still do it. And then when they call the hotline, scared because they live with somebody that's 90 years old, or they're scared that their child has asthma, and now you have COVID, and and now you're worried because you didn't do what, what you were supposed to do. And Dr. Cole is exactly right. It really takes every opportunity. You can be the most careful person in the world, but it's that one time. They all call up and say, oh, well, I, I was careful. I, I haven't gone out this whole time, but my friend came in from out of town and we were kicking it. And well, guess what? And then your friend gets back home and calls you and say, guess what, girl? I gotta tell you, I got COVID too, right? So it, it is a thief in the night, I tell everybody, I treat everybody around me like they have COVID. I treat other people like they have COVID. I wear a mask in my house because I don't know necessarily where people go when they go out. And, I, and I'm and i like, Dr. Coe, I still see patients. I can't take that to my patients. And I don't want to bring that home to my family. People have to think outside of themselves. You know, you got to think if you got a baby, nobody should be around your baby. Nobody should be kissing your baby, looking at your baby, touching your baby. But we let people do that because we are so concerned about being Social and connecting that we that we don't think for one minute, you know, and and it's not just when this came out. Remember, all you said COVID just affected old people. Right. So if you were over 65, if you had a chronic health condition, then you were the ones that were going to get it. But every day you look on the news, somebody that's 29 years old is dying from COVID. So it's not just older people now. Young people get it, too. And we don't really understand. But we know that COVID doesn't care about your plans. It doesn't care about your friends. It doesn't care about your trips doesn't care about your emotions, it affects everybody. It, it, is, it is the thief that doesn't discriminate against anybody or anyone, right? And now that now that there's a vaccine, there's a whole lot of people that don't want to get it for a lot of reasons. Oh, so I'm gonna wait for a year. Like Dr. coast said, you're gonna miss that bus, right? Because everybody's frustrated now because you can't just walk into the Rite Aid and get your COVID shot like you pick up everything else, right? So if you miss that opportunity the first time, they're really not going to come back around and say like, oh, guess what? We got some extra Um, here. It's time to get yours. You got to get it and you got to get it up front and then you still have to do the right thing. So if you can't get it or decide not to do it, it doesn't give you a pass.
2: Wow. Uh, And
1: I want, I want,
2: go ahead, go ahead, handle it.
1: Real quick. I wanted to ask you a question. Dr. Miller, have you, have you paid attention to what took place today in New York regarding some vaccine information?
7: I did not.
1: Okay. So today, some type of announcement went out about extra vaccine shots at a specific location. They had a line that went around a block. Of uh, People sitting outside of a building trying to get a vaccine shot at a place that didn't even have no more vaccines to, to give right. anyone.
7: So I will tell you that the biggest frustration has been and, and not to get all into politics and talk about um, the, the person that can't get out of the house fast enough. The whole point, <laughs> what he tried to do for his legacy was get the vaccine out. Right. So he got a vaccine out. But once he got it out, he said, OK, well, I got a vaccine. I'm going to just give it to all the states and y'all figure it out. That, the, you mm-hmm. can't do that, right? There was no oversight. There was no guidance. You send it to the state. And I will tell you, we have 50 states in this country. I bet every 50 state is doing everything different, right? So just what we do in Ohio is not how the vaccine may roll out in other states. Yeah, we try to do the 1A, the 1B, the 1C. We can't get through right. 1A. And now Governor DeWine has added 1B and 1C. So now you got frontline people that can't get their vaccine now we got to do the 85 year olds and then we gonna add the 80 year olds and then we gonna add the school teachers and you're un- and you're basing that on oh i'm gonna get a shipment of vaccine i don't know when i don't know how many but yeah i'm gonna just add more people to it and people are frustrated and people are scared right so and and just to your point if you tell me i'm expecting a shipment so let's say i plan for you know 400 doses of vaccine i get 200 now what i'm gonna do right? And you can't react fast enough to stay on top of that. So there has to be better oversight. I'm hoping that the changing of the guard is going to make that happen. Because right now, it's not happening. Everybody's trying to, you know, we're off to ourselves trying to figure it out. As states get more vaccine, more providers are signing up to get vaccines, that means everybody's piece of that pie is going to get smaller. So, right, so if you go to UH Metro Cleveland Clinic, and now all of a sudden Rite Aid, Walgreens, CVS can do it, that means less for everybody else to divide up. Right, so it's not it's not a perfect system, and we got to work out all that stuff. But people got to be patient with it. So it really is true. If it if it comes your way the first time, and you really are committed to getting it, and you do what you have to do to get it the first time, because that bus may not circle back around to pick you up.
5: Yeah, you you make a good uh, point, uh, Doctor Lynn. Um, it's differences from hospital to hospital how they're giving it. Mm-hmm. Out yes, it is. No, yes, it is. There's no plan on that. So it's really, it's, it's kind of chaotic. And, and to think that you know, our, our particular community has been infected by misinformation is kind of heart wrenching, you know what right. I'm saying? And I will
7: tell you that the hospitals, they're trying to message the importance of getting it done. But, but think about how we have issues connecting to our healthcare information. So yeah. you're telling me that an 85 year old can go to the Cleveland Clinic and get it if she signs up on the website. I got 85 year olds still on flip phones and you can't go to the library. How are you expected to access that information so you can get that vaccine? And it's not a number you can call. You have to register through my chart, which is their portal. If you don't know how to access that, who's who's standing there to help you do that? So if you think about all the people that have Internet connectivity, there is a large part of Cleveland, Ohio that doesn't have Internet. Right. Mm So Internet's not free everywhere. How do you get those people to get a vaccine if they can't even get to the process of registering for the vaccine? Mm -hmm. Maybe the Nation of Islam will help out like they supposed to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do want to I do want to say that we've put the uh, the Zoom link in the chat. Uh, So we may let some people in uh, one at a time to to ask a question. Don't come in here acting crazy. Uh, Also, I'd like to say what's up to my BFF, LaDosha, right in the building. Uh, What's going on? And my my brother, Frankie G, is is in the house. So all the people that are watching right now, please share. Uh, Also, if you see in the chat, donate support uh, to all the Chill Talk, Chill platforms, so we can keep doing stuff like that. You see, you can drop something in cash, app, dollar sign, money, to the number two chill. You see it in the chat, but we're gonna go and we're gonna let let's see. I think we had Malcolm. I don't know if this is this might be Malcolm X. Uh <laughs> Malcolm, who's who's the Malcolm that we have here? If you can unmute and ask you,
5: kill up Malcolm.
9: All right. Do we have Malcolm? Yes, sir. I'm. I'm. I'm having technical having technical difficulties right now. Can y'all hear me? We hear you. Okay. Okay. Hey. I, hey. How everyone is doing. Uh, I appreciate the invite to the panel. <clears throat> uh, the doctors are doing very good. Uh, very good PowerPoint presentation. Very good explanation on how the vaccine has been rolling out. Uh, uh chill. Extremely good show. Uh, then you got two powerful young brothers on the show, which uh, Brother Uncle Kit, Brother Sean. I uh, been appreciate the work they've been doing daily. Uh, yeah, I am a frontline worker. Um, <clears throat> uh, I kind of missed my opportunity for the uh, 1A slot because I ended up catching COVID literally a couple of days before my um, uh, scheduled vaccination date, uh, which was also the same day I was expecting to uh, do some vaccinations myself. Uh, I, I had a very minor, uh, mild or minor case. Um, and I, I did have a question too. Uh, I wanted to know what, uh, what what would their recommendations be about how long should I wait to go ahead and get the vaccine
7: uh, after recovering from COVID? Um, I can answer that for you, Malcolm. And I'm, I'm glad you had a mild case um, and, and it wasn't more serious for you. Uh, The CDC literature right now says, even though the study is still out and it's new that you wait 90 days from getting COVID, recovering from COVID before you get the vaccine. Um, I can tell you that the hospital systems have not waited that long um, for staff that have had COVID. Um, They've waited as little as two weeks to a month. So if your case was mild... Um, I would advise you to talk with your healthcare provider though, just to to make sure they're on board with that. Um, But it's, we're not telling people that they should wait 90 days. Part of that is um, 90 days may come and go. um, And we don't think, you know, we can't guarantee that that vaccine will be available in 90 days. I do hear on the Ohio Department of Health website today say you get a dose and you miss your second dose. We're not gonna make you start all over if there's longer than that, 21 days, longer than that, 28 days, you should still get that dose. So if it comes around soon again for you, um, and it's been at least, you know, two weeks a month or more, then you should go ahead and get that shot.
2: All right. We appreciate that, Dr. Lynn Milliner. Thank, hey, Brother Malcolm, you you, you have a, a follow-up to that? Because
9: we're going to go and move on to the next question.
2: Oh, uh, no, no. That a that that,
9: that, uh, powerful answer. I'd be the first in line. All right, appreciate you, bruh.
7: Thank you. Smart, smart choice.
2: Smart choice. All right, now, and Doctor Milliner, I, I do want to ask you because I, I know that people call you. You, you, you get those calls. Uh, what are some of the things? Have you have you gotten calls from people who have issues with they've tried to to provide their own remedy? Uh, Oh yeah, all the for time. For for
7: the COVID. What, what are some I, I things that you have to, um, hear to deal with? I, I have people that will call and still ask for hydroxychloroquine, which we don't do. Um, I will tell them that there is no, as Dr. Koh said, there is no cure, there is no treatment. Um, the, and your diseases don't read the rule book. So COVID like any other disease is gonna get better. And the only thing that's gonna make it better is time. We are an impatient people. We wanna be better yesterday. If we tell you you should feel better in seven to ten days, and it's the eleventh day, and you think you should get up and be fine, and you're not, um, we're not ready for that. I do get a lot of people ask, well, can I take? Zinc, and can I take um, any of the other stuff that boosts your immune system?" I said, "You can, you can do that, um, but when you have COVID, it's almost like, well, let me close the door after the horse got out because your your boosted immune system is not any better at fighting off the virus than anything else, right? So if you're you believe that your immune system can be boosted, the time to do it would be before you got COVID, not when you have COVID, maybe after you had COVID. But none of that has been proven to help, but a lot of people hold to that. And, that, and that's one of those, we're not gonna change a lot of that opinion, but, and they're not necessarily harmful things, but the only thing that can protect you, just like Lalika said, it's masking or face covering, washing your hands, not touching your face, and distancing, and even after vaccine, we're still not gonna be able to give that up for a while. So when people talk about, I just wanna get back to normal, um, we're gonna be wearing face coverings for a while. And so this is this is not gonna be night and day um, because as many of us as will get the vaccine, you know, there are just as many that that aren't ready to get the vaccine, won't get the vaccine or can't get the vaccine. So we're still gonna to have to do all of that.
2: All right, I'm gonna let Ankin and, and Sean ask questions, but I, I do wanna ask one, and again, the the link has the, for you if you somebody wants to get on and ask a question like Brother Malcolm did, and I were gl- glad that we were able to address it. Something that Doctor Milner just said, Doctor Cole, uh, I could have sworn, and this might have been a real technical uh, explanation that you were giving me, but didn't in in one of the responses to a question we had on another show, didn't I hear you say that technically? And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. That you cannot boost, boost. your immune system. Did not I hear you say that. Let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah, you took the
5: thunder. I was going to say that.
2: Okay, you want to re-ask it on like I didn't I didn't say it?
5: No, go ahead.
2: Um <laughs> <laughs> being
5: nice. They being nice.
3: We have, you know, people there's a lot of the vitamin and supplement industry is a bazillion dollar industry worldwide,
0: bazillion.
3: but there's not a whole, whole lot of science behind it, not because we don't want to, but because, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about doing research on supplements and things like that. It costs money to do these studies, and then you got to think of what benefit you're going to get out of it. So, um, and as we know, you know there are a lot of supplements and plants, things, things that come from the ground that finally end up as truly used medicines in current day. But We, you know, we don't have a whole lot of proof one way or another for a lot of these supplements. So when I have my patients ask me about it, I say, you know, sometimes I'll look it up, sometimes I won't, but a lot of things we don't know if it's harmful, but we can't say it's very helpful either.
2: Okay, so you're saying if I I, I don't want to get a cold, you saying vitamin C and orange juice will not boost, whatever that
3: means, will not boost my immune system. I tell my patients that honestly, the thing that helps your immune system more than any of that is eating healthy and eating your fruits and your vegetables.
8: That's you know, where uh,
3: all the vitamin. That's where all the vitamins are.
5: Mm, the bed, a, I heard you say that a bunch of times, Uncle. Um, Yeah, get some good, get some sleep, eat your food, food and vegetables, and call the day, man. So, uh, uh, so to make sure on this question, uh, yes or no, can you boost your immune system? Because that's the whole thing right now, running through the community. I'm going to boost my immune system, like like it's a force field. Like your immune system is a force field to be boosted. You you walk around and you glowing after you take it. (laughs) You know, you're glowing. I'm all right. I don't need no mask and put your brass on and your crystals in your pocket yeah so I want to hear from each doctor can you boost your immune system now this is a serious question and we need clarity because they're gonna bend your words and see they said you could boost your immune system I ain't taking no vaccine so I just really need to hear that crystal clear you don't gotta be nice you know I mean?
7: <laughs> crystal clear no Crystal clear, no. And if you That's could boost your immune system, we wouldn't need the vaccine in the first place. Ah, uh, there you go. There you go, boy. I, I see you, Dr. Lynn. Dr. Lynn, like me.
5: But me and Dr. Lynn can fight together on that, boy. I'm going to let you go
7: first, though. <laughs> uh, like, uh,
1: I appreciate that, honestly. I'm going to ask a couple, of, a couple of questions that they actually had in the chat, some that you've actually already answered, uh, which is a good thing. And so it limits the amount because we got into vegetables and all of that. Can you explain medically why no vegetable can cause an immune response? But we, we can get to that later. So it says. All right. Now, what about. Okay, how much do you know about the vaccine trials in Brazil? It's currently showing that they had an efficacy, the Sinovac vaccine from China was tested in Brazil and the results came back that it had a 50% efficacy uh, ratio But then in uh, places like, and I'm gonna I'm add to it because I know about the study. Uh, and then in Turkey, it, they claimed that this, uh, the Sinovac or Coronavac is what they call it, Coronavac, which actually has a weakened strand of the virus in it, uh, showed efficacy of 94%. And then in India, they just began trials with it. So they were saying the efficacy could be fluctuating around 70%. Why, why would we see, uh, how familiar are you guys? I, I mean, I'm sorry, doctors are familiar with uh, with the whole vaccine trial in Brazil.
3: So that's a question for Dr. Dunqua, the infectious disease specialist. She probably has way more knowledge about all that. So the thing is, okay. is that you know this, this is a big world, and by the time we get through all of this, there's probably going to be lots of vaccines for this virus, just like for influenza. So there's more than one vaccine for influenza. So I don't know the details of the trials and the vaccines that you're talking about, but there's pro- there's lots of companies all over the world that are making vaccines. Different mechanisms. They're not all. They're not mRNA technology. So
7: we just have to wait and see. Um, and I think um, how how many are in this cut? I think there's. Maybe, is it five or six in this country? It's under 10, I believe. Yeah, the last slide that I got from somebody last
3: week, I think it was maybe five Mm -hmm. or maybe like four more that's coming through the pipeline. Um, But clearly, you know, globally, we're gonna need as many as we can get. Right. If we choose.
5: The vet. They're not gonna wait and give the black community the cheap one, are
7: they? Oh, I'm sure none of them are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and you take that shot first and ask those questions later. And what and what we have to work on, okay. Okay. obviously, are our, our infrastructures and economics because people um, will unfortunately, you know, go to work sick, right? And that and that's a real thing. So mm-hmm. if you have the kind of job that says if I don't show up. I don't get paid if I have symptoms. I I'm gonna take that chance and go to work and make everybody sick, and that's unfortunate. Um, I was on a call recently where a lot of people were asking, "Are they gonna make us take the vaccine?" Right. We're 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 miles and months away from that yet. So it's not like you know, if you work in a hospital system and and you have to take the flu shot or you opt out or you don't see patients or your your work is severely restricted. So. I I tell people not to to worry about that yet, that there is no, um, at least in Ohio, I can't speak for other states, there is no plan at this point to mandate um, people getting the vaccine and tie that to your employment. Would you advocate that? That's a really good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I I don't think you can. I, I, I think in a perfect world, I probably would say yes. But I think there's such a significant number of people that, that the vaccine hesitancy and refusal rate is really high right now, and, and it's too real. Um, I, I don't think the workforce could sustain it if, if they made that mandatory. And I think people would just revolt. I, I, I don't think people would stand for it.
5: They don't revolt against seatbelts and they made them mandatory.
7: That is true. That is
0: true.
7: They don't revolt about they can't smoke in a, a public facility. Well, you know what I say? People don't even ask what's in a hot dog. And you still eat that hot dog and you stressing about a vaccine that could save your life. That hot dog ain't never saved anybody's life. Hey, yeah. I, I do wanna go, uh, we have again, if
2: anybody wants to come on and, and, and ask a, a question, it's in the, uh, the chat, uh, the chat line. So the link is in there and we do have Mr. Hawkins uh, in the building. My good frat brother E Hawk, uh, what's going on, E? What what you have a question? What do you think about the program? And I know that you know. Well, I'll go go ahead and let you and do your thing, E.
0: Well, um, well, thanks for inviting me on, chill. I have a question for the doctors. Um, and this is maybe not a medical question, so to speak, but uh, President-elect Joe Biden has promised the world. I mean, promised the United States that he will issue out. 100 million shots in his first 100 days. Do you ladies think, um, and, uh, Dr. Benita, uh happy Founders Day to you, founding day to you, I have to say that. But um, anyway. Thank you. Um, do you um, ladies feel that in your medical opinion that this is possible? And is, is President-elect mis- misleading us?
3: Well, you know, I'll err on the side of saying that, obviously, I don't think he would be, I don't think he's intentionally misleading. But the problem is, is that we don't have the infrastructure for large volume distribution and administration of vaccine like other countries do. And this, I'll put in a plug here. This is what happens when you don't have national health care. Right. People don't want national health care, but this is the time to have national health care and an infrastructure to for a delivery of health care It's something as simple as giving a vaccine. So, um, president elect Biden. Um, I, you know, I am encouraged by his optimism but he can't make intra- infrastructure appear in a hundred days. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that, you know, just like anything else, when you're taking over position, you're, you, you can only deal with what you're, what you hand yeah. handed. To. So we may not make that target, but we got to try.
0: Yeah. How, how close do you think that we can come?
7: I mean, if we can get the vaccine out, it? right? I mean, the, the, that's the whole point. So we got to have enough out, and you have to have enough to be able to give it. So uh, people are people are lining up to give it. We still have to get it out, right? And and having something universally out is better than than the way it is right now. Because right now, it's you don't even know you're going to get a shipment until you get an email that says you're going to get a shipment. That that's that's got to change. And I don't. And I and she's right. I don't know how quickly that can change. And and if he can change it, that's Great. We are suffering under what happens when you don't have that kind of leadership and guidance, and that kind of health system and infrastructure. Um, and and unfortunately, we're figuring out a lot of this stuff as we go, um, and that and that never bodes well. So we're we're going to make a lot of mistakes and a lot of missteps. But but I agree. I'm I'm hopeful that that he'll be able to roll, if if not all of this out, some part of it out, because um, there there is a lot of folk that that need to get vaccinated, and now. All right.
2: I know my man, Sean he, Sean is vest- investigating all this stuff daily. Uh, I'm gonna let Sean jump in on that one. E Hawk, uh, appreciate you coming on bro. All right, go ahead, Sean.
1: Um, yeah, so the reason the military was brought on was for logistical reasons to be at the posts. Like logistically, our military is trained to do this when they are in foreign countries with, with all their resources, right? Because they got to go set up. They got to have they have large distributions to create a, uh, working facilities for all of the people that they got to staff, and they got to coordinate and do all of these things. So our military muscle is supposed to be behind the logistic logistical efforts. The issue goes back to what Dr. Miller said, uh, leadership failed on the front-end side of this thing, and there was not enough purchased initially because you have to think, how many frontline workers do we have? How many doctors, nurses, uh, assistants, first assistants, you know, all healthcare work? How many people do we actually have then? And then you gotta multiply that. Then you gotta multiply the, the care facilities the people in the care facilities and you got to have all of this data going into that. You had, you created a, a perfect opportunity with oper, operation warp speed. You didn't listen to pretty much none of the smart brands. See, I'm in, I'm in Nashville. So we got, you know, a representative that was a part of the uh, the EAU approval in Dr. Hildred. And, you know, he's one of the leading immunologists. So that, that was a pretty big deal for me but to see him get a chance to be a part of that board and get things going. But he's been silent the last two weeks. And he usually is out front and he's actually talking about things because he knows that this this effort from the current sitting president was just not working to get things there. Now, we ended up, after they released and rolled out things, we were two weeks after the initial rollout, um, he was able to get uh, Nashville uh, the Moderna. So a lot of the people that were involved with uh, the healthcare facilities around Nashville and, and, and the other counties outside, Moderna came in, not Pfizer, and you know they were able to get those administered. But you gotta think, all of y'all gotta have two shots. You know what I'm saying? And now we're rolling out everything else. And correct, uh Dr. Milner, you said something about everybody's state has different expectations on how they, the vaccine roll out. We talked about that last night. On the show, where you know, um, I was talking to brother Sutek, who is in the chat right now, he's in California. He had no idea what was going on with the vaccine rollout as far as who's in line. So, I just think that can Biden do it? He's going to need more logistical help in order to do it. I think you know, he's got to have ongoing planes, ongoing trucks on the road. Um, the you know, these vaccines got to be made. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have, you know, uh, shifts surrounded by this. We can't have errors from the uh, vaccine makers. We can't have slip up. We can't have human error. You know what I mean? We have to minimize human error. And we have to concentrate uh, wholeheartedly on those efforts because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Can he get 100 million? No. Can he get close? Possibly. I think he's going to do a lot better in the first 100 days than than what we've seen in the last month and a half from uh, leadership.
2: Uh, I have a question uh, from my cousin, Anthony Acklin. Uh, he's in the ATL right now, uh, my cousin. It, everybody knows my cousin, Anthony Acklin. They know him as Sweet Dirty Tone. Sweet Dirty. In the, in the ATL, also representing, you know, chat. But Chattanooga, Tennessee, my second hometown, uh, and uh, Stereo is in the chat. Uh, Sean, do like you don't see Stereo in 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 the in the chat? Uh, somebody, I, I don't, I don't want to, bro. Ox <laughs> said, "Bring him in,
5: bring him in, man." I mean, this is, I mean, he's supposed to be to test his ideas.
1: Uh, That's it's right. not it's not a debate. No, just you just you a not the, uh, you're not reading the unscientific responses from this brother. Let let in,
2: bring them out, bring them out. But let me let
1: me let me uh anyway that
2: it's in the chat anyway, stereo. Uh I think he's scared to if, ask the question if somebody else It's somebody else is coming in, but I do want to read this question for the two doctors that we have. Uh my cousin said uh He's listening, but he can't talk right now. But he wants this question asked. He said his daughter is return to school at the end of the month. What questions should he ask? And he has a small, a small child, a uh, young child. Uh, what questions should he ask? And how should he proceed in making sure that she is safe? Uh, could could the doctors address that for my cousin? Sure. Uh, so
7: for so one thing you want him to ask is what the city of Atlanta has planned for vaccinating staff at school, right? As you know, in Ohio, um, we plan to open schools back up on, I believe March 1st and Governor DeWine anticipates that we'll be starting to vaccinate teachers and janitors and school bus drivers before um, sometime in February. So sending a child back to in-person school You wanna make sure that the school is still doing their best to have the children distance as much as possible. And it's hard for young children, but there there can still be some distancing done. Find out um, is the school cleaning appropriately in between classes, whether it's daily. Um, You still do some semblance of screening so that uh, you minimize kids that may have been exposed so they don't expose them to other classmates you also minimize a lot of movement. So rather than have students go from classroom A to classroom B, you have the teachers move so the students don't have to move. So there are ways to kind of lessen the spread and and do things smarter and in a different way. But we know that it's very important that children get back to that sense of normalcy because they need that development. Um, And not just for the kids, probably for the parents too, who are about to, you know, lose it with homeschool and And everybody's, you know, tired, tired of that. But the important questions are, are they vaccinating the staff at the school and what distances are they trying to protect the children at the school?
2: All right. Uh, I see we have somebody uh, coming in. Go ahead, Shaw.
1: No, 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 your cousin had another question.
2: Okay, what what does he have?
1: Is I live in, well, you basically said he live in Atlanta. And this is the infection rate any better or worse here. I guess he's, uh, he doesn't know. Uh, I will be taking the shot as soon as possible, uh, possibly can, but what do I do until then? Okay, so she yeah, she summed it up pretty much. You're gonna have to continue to wear your mask, wash your hands, practice social distancing. You know what I'm saying? Don't hang out.
7: Keep, and, if, and if he's wondering, when are we gonna get to children? All I can tell you is not yet. Both vaccines are are approved for use in 16 and up. Um, they initial trials were not conducted in children, so um, we don't like to make our children guinea pigs. So at some point we will be trying them in children, but we're, we're not there yet.
5: So quick question. So was it because our, our, our children's uh, immune system was more robust?
7: No, that isn't it. Whenever, whenever you're doing trials that way, there are very few um, vaccine studies that are done in children initially. Um, as low as they'll go as 18. So you really do need to make sure that they're safe and approved. And what we didn't get to when we do vaccine trials and and we talk about phases one, phases two, phases three, by the time we get to phase four, which is just more people, but it's where you're trying to ask more specific questions about like, does the vaccine behave differently in older people versus younger people? versus ethnic groups, so you, we can answer those questions later, but, but to Dr. Cole's point, you know, a lot of this will take time, right, so they're, they're, we know more than we don't know, but there's still some information we don't know, um, so we don't put children on the front line of being guinea pigs. Um, we, do, we do have to test it out and do a lot of doses so that we're prepared for that because adults don't take it well when they have side effects, so we, we don't want to put children in that same category until we've worked out all the kinks and bugs, as people would say, um, but they will be tested, but but we haven't got a definitive date on when it's going to roll out for children yet. Okay, so,
5: All right. so speaking of guinea pigs, let me get this one real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, because the vaccine has been approved for emergency use, does that mean it has not been through uh, the sufficient trials?
7: No, it has been. So so the the short answer for trials is phase one, phase two, and phase three are literally just more opportunities to to vaccinate more people, right? So phase one might be hundreds of people. By the time you get to phase two, it's thousands of people. By the time you get to phase three, it's hundreds of thousands of people. So they've they've done that process. Um, So to Dr. Cole's point, what they did differently this time was they did the trials at the same time they were manufacturing the vaccine versus we do all the trials and then we mass produce the vaccine because we needed it so quickly. Thanks for that
0: answer.
2: Okay, I forgot my question. I was getting ready to, I was all
1: just- right, good. Good. No, I not. got another one. Okay. I got another one. All right, so we're kind of slimming up our list. So I wanna go back to this one, uh, question 11 on our little tracker. Is vitamin D and zinc effective against COVID? <laughs> and is ivermectin uh, effective?
0: Um, um,
3: no, Colton, to the maybe, vitamin D, no to the vitamin D, no to the zinc. So <laughs> ivermectin, I actually was looking up. Um, there are multiple places in this country, and I think in other countries that are looking at ivermectin, Um, Not for treatment of COVID-19, but for prevention, as far as I know. Um, But as far as what I could see, and I I looked it up a few weeks ago, they're still in small trials, you know, like less than a thousand people. So that's something to keep, keep an eye on. Ivermectin. So Ivermectin is a medicine that we use for treating parasites. So it's a very Widely used drug, lots of different parts of the world where parasites are an issue. We don't really have an issue with that in this country, like other places and other environments in the world. Ivermectin has its own set of side effects itself. Mm -hmm. So that's something to keep your eye on as far as prevention, meaning taking it to prevent getting the infection and getting sick from it if you're exposed to the virus. Okay, Doctor Cole. While I
2: have you on here, and I know you're gonna give me a short answer, uh, somebody on the on the chat wanted to know what about oil of oregano? Talk to me.
0: Oh,
2: no.
6: <laughs> <Ooh, ooh. laughs> What
2: What's the other thing, chill?
5: That the the hot goat soup. Radio stereo boy. He was selling something. What was it called? Uh.
1: Oh, man, it, it was your boy. The, what was the name? The infinity pill.
5: Infinity pill. I mean, it had the yeah. burdock root in
2: it. The burdock root. <laughs> How about that, doc? The burdock
3: root. And the oregano oil. Oil of oregano. As, as far as I know, I don't even know what burdock root is. <laughs> but, no. <laughs> burdock
1: root. Viruses.
3: Viruses are smarter than all of that.
2: Mm. <laughs> okay. So, nice. And
7: just look at it this way. A virus is not a living thing. It cannot be killed by anything.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> hold on. Say that. Mm. Explain that one to me. One of the doctors, particularly right. the so doctor who a said A virus it.
7: is it's, it's <laughs> not a living organism. It's not alive. It can't be killed by anything. So if it, you call it a bug, there is no raid that's going that to kill that virus. Nothing will kill that virus. Wow. Okay. Uh that stereo or
2: anybody else. I personally just put the Zoom link in the chat. So
1: Yeah, he he chopping at the bit. Here comes he, CK. He, I'm gonna let CK
2: in. CK, my favorite. CK the poet. She I want to hear her say flipping mother flower. Uh whoever that is still trying to get in, I don't know
1: what by she by the way, she, she got her uh Pfizer vaccine.
2: Oh, CK got the vaccine.
1: Yeah, Dose. Dose.
2: Okay, all right, all right. We got C, we have CK, the poet from the the, the illustrious Pseudo Killers on deck. Is that how you say it, Unc? Yeah, you know it. You already
4: you got to say it with a little bit more vigor. You got
2: to be like Pseudo Killers on deck. Okay, I I, I had to leave that to Unc.
4: What, what's <laughs> no, going I'm CK?
2: Joking. What what do you have for us? How how you enjoying the show and and what information?
4: Did oh yeah, have, I missed some have. of it, but I um had to rewatch to like the first like twenty ish minutes of it. Um, but peace everyone, peace to the panelists, peace to the chat. Uh, really appreciate the doctors coming through. You know, it's always awesome to have you know um. Uh, black people that are working in that field, you know, so we can see more of us there, you know, because you know people, our people tend to go the racist route of saying, oh y'all always getting y'all information from the white man and blah blah blah. So like, hey, you know here are other people that look just like us. You know, you're making it seem like Black people can't be doctors too. I did have a couple of questions, um, like three of them. It's just three, pretty quick-ish ones. Um, I'm gonna start with the first one. Y'all probably not gonna like it, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Um, Mainly directed towards the uh, doctors. I just wanted to ask, what do y'all think should be, from y'all perspective or personal opinion, what do y'all think should be done about the, uh, the constant I guess you could say bombardment of misinformation, propaganda, and conspiracy theories that are perpetuated and spread on um, social media. It it was always a problem, but like these past couple of years, it's been nuts, especially 2020.
7: I've always told people, you need to limit your source of information, right? We live in a 24-hour news cycle. You can look up anything. Google is not your friend. You type in a word, you're gonna get a whole bunch of words back. Um, we encourage people to listen to healthcare providers. And, and as Dr. Co said, you may have missed that. You need to follow the science, not the emotion. Um, you can't get your major medical news from Facebook or Fox News um, or your grandmother, um, who in her infinite wisdom is probably right about a lot of things, but isn't right about everything. Um, science is science for a reason. It's important. So you, you sometimes, I tell people, you have to turn the TV off. You got to stop watching the news. You got to stop checking check Facebook. You got to turn off that information because I don't expect people that don't train to understand the science, to understand and know the science, right? So you limit your sources and you you research trusted sources and and try to process that and not try to read everything about everything, um, and that and that and then have a dialogue with someone you trust in a health profession. Right, that's important. Not have somebody yell at you and make you do something you're not comfortable with without finding out what your reservations are, but have a conversation, not a dialogue. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I guess for my second question, uh, dang it, I almost forgot it. Uh, Oh yeah, 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 Um, Just to kind of give you a little bit of context about me, I work in a long-term care facility And I'm not a direct care staff worker. I'm more of like a administrative-ish, manager-ish kind of person. Um, But I still come in close contact with the the residents or as you would probably call them from your perspective, patients. And the thing that I've noticed is that the people on the two homes that I work out of, the, the direct care workers, they are refusing to get the vaccine. And Also, they're not consistent with wearing their masks like they should, in my opinion. And, you know, as Sean mentioned to you earlier, I did take the Pfizer vaccine last week. I did have some symptoms, um, a bit of fatigue, like noticeable severe fatigue. Um, And then um, I had some swelling in the throat area. I mean, I could breathe just fine, but it was enough to kind of make me pause and be like, ooh, you know. But the swelling went down pretty quickly. It took like you know most of the day for it to go down. But my question is this, based on letting you know that, is the nurse that gave me my vaccine, she said that she was not getting the vaccine. And I wanted to know do what do y'all think that should be done in the medical field to make sure that these nurses are getting a lot of the up-to-date information that the doctors get, because it seems like the doctors, because they have to know this information to be able to help their patients and talk to their patients and explain things properly, they have the updated, uh, you know, science articles or science journals. You know, they're reading stuff constantly. They're having these meetings. Versus the nurses, you know, they it doesn't seem like they're getting that same stuff, so they are coming in contact with the misinformation too thinking that the virus is X, Y, and Z or don't trust the vaccines because they're not reading the same things that y'all are reading. So what do you think should be done or changed for the future to make sure that they are on or maybe not on the same level as y'all because y'all of course have more expertise and y'all have many years of experience and have done way more work than what the nurses do so far as learning your uh, profession. But what do you think could be done or could could be put in place so that they are more knowledgeable on the subject matter?
3: Well, my first thing is in the middle of a pandemic, if you're a nurse and you don't know the basics about what's going on with this virus, that's because you don't want to know. Second thing is that just like doctors, we have medical education, nurses have They're supposed to have their own, um, in their own um, profession, um, education. And so that's why you're supposed to have at facilities, nursing homes that I've ever worked at, you're supposed to have a nurse manager and, or some kind of infrastructure where you're getting in services and education for your nurses. The other thing I would say in healthcare, I think it should be just like it is for the flu vaccine now. If you don't get a flu vaccine, you can't work here. That's where it is right now in every place that I've been now with the influenza. I think it should be the same thing for a coronavirus. If you don't get this vaccine, we're not saying you got to get it, but you just can't work here.
4: That's the uh, way I, I feel gotcha. about Thank it. Ma'am. Yeah. All right. Um, just to kind of give you some context, the long term, I work, I work for the state of Florida, so that should give you some, <laughs> some, uh, some inclination that the training is not on point, the management and organization is not that great. But this is my last question, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and slide up off, slide on um, off of here. Uh, oh God. I'm Lost my last question. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, my last question is, um, I mean, as all of us are very aware or should be aware by now, it appears that there is a lack of comprehension, a lack of understanding, a lack of um, knowledge in regards to viruses, the human immune system, um, and how viruses have changed over time, how vaccines have changed over time. And I think in school, they do go over the the immune system a little bit, like, but everything else, not as much maybe viruses to a small degree when it comes to like, you know, meiosis, mitosis and all that good stuff. But I wanted to ask you, uh, do you think, That they probably that the educational system should probably ramp up, focusing on those key things in regards to just based upon how things have went with the misinformation in this pandemic. Do you think they should ramp up the education in those specific areas, so far as you know, kids from K through 12, and maybe add some extra science courses or something like that for the college students, or um, or should they do that? and also do something for the adults that like refuse to go to college or don't wanna go to college or you know they 40, 50 years old and got two jobs or whatever so they ain't got time for school or whatever. You know, or should we, um, with those same adults, like should we just treat them as lost causes and just focus on the people that are in school? All right, thank you. Thank you,
2: CK. I'll go over there, I'll quit messing with me offline. All right, thank you, CK, the poet go ahead. And, and yeah, thank so- you. That was my last question. All right.
3: Well, uh, I think that, you know, this pa- this pandemic has um, brought out two things that are lacking in our educational system. And I always say you got to start with the kids. And yes, the adults, they're lost cause. Forget them. Start with the kids. Um like you said, science education, knowledge about infection and things like that, and civic education about voting and what voting means and how it works and how the government works. And two, those are two things that I think that have, have, we have shown ourselves that we, we're not teaching our kids well enough about that because the adults don't know. So that means something has been missed along the way. But that's a that's a whole nother show.
2: Now I, I do have a question that I want uh, 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 Dr. Milliner and Dr. Cole to address, uh, because it disappoints me greatly. And and I kind of uh, talked about this a little bit, where you know the science uh, of medicine and just science in particular has been widely hailed to be. White people science, and in the case of of uh, this COVID vaccine, when this when when people address it that there's some uh, uh, underlying conspiracy, and I'll point to uh, somebody like uh, Dr. Uh, Kizmekia Corbett, uh, intelligent genius, beautiful black sister, uh, who was one of the, the lead scientists on. the the development of what became the Moderna vaccine. When I point to something like that, it really disappoints me greatly when the response to that is, she's an agent just like the nurse at Tuskegee and you can't trust any of these black folks. Let me tell you something. I wish I would get my children through school, through college, through medical school, have them become geniuses, work out something that will save the freaking world. And then our own people turn around and call my child an agent that's working for the white yeah. man. As doctors, as sisters, as black women, who who knows what y'all had to go through to get where you're at. We should be building freaking statues to sisters like you. Uh, what, what do you feel about rising to these heights or even that specific sister rising to the heights for our people to say, oh, well, she probably just an agent working for, you know, the, the white people like the nurse at Tuskegee. Because that hurts my feelings. That hurts my heart to hear that.
3: I have people in my own family who have no yeah. respect for the medical profession at right. all. Right. I remember when I was in residency, my grandmother, I would try and tell my grandmother something about her health. And she would say to me, you ain't no real doctor. <laughs> so that was my old grandma.
2: Wow. Oh,
3: man. So, People honestly it's nothing you can do about that. People don't like doctors. This is what I tell my patients. I'll be here when you need me. All
4: right. Hmm.
3: <laughs> Dr. Miller. I, I, I
7: got I got nothing to add to that. I, I think I think people are, are gonna trust who they wanna trust and, and listen to who they want to listen to. Um it, it, she, I, I, I was gonna be not kind of say she's misguided um, you know you went to the same through the same medical school process as I did that doesn't make it you know any any less important for what you do than what everybody else does right um, you're, you're smart enough you were trained you were trained the same way I was how you come out with that interpretation I, I don't I don't get it but but that's what some people think and some of us are our own worst enemies right? You know, there's, a, there's plenty in our community that sometimes will do just the opposite. They'll say, well, I don't, I don't know that I trust a black doctor, right? I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go to the white one. And some of us won't still go to black doctors, yeah. right? And I, I don't understand that either, right? But we, we are not agents. We, we are people that believe in data. We believe in science. And we don't tell you to do what we don't do. Dr. Cole's right. had her vaccine. I've had both of my Pfizer doses. And it wouldn't be right for me to tell somebody, well, you got to get it if I don't get it.
2: Mm. I've heard them call you an agent a million times. What what is that about when you give scientific information, talk about scientific literacy? And and why do we do that? Because I mean, you deal with it all the time.
5: it, It comes from from people like 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 stereo. Right. He you know, he's saying in the chat saying it's not real and all that and he checks a few boxes. He might need to be first in line checking boxes. It's, so we the police right now, because we have allowed intelligent, trained sisters, okay, to doctors, not only sisters, but doctors. That means they're well-trained in what they do. That means they're the experts. We are bringing the experts. So if you bring experts to the community, you the police. If you bring Wesley Muhammad and Lewis Farrakhan to the community, you're a hero. There's something wrong with that thinking right there. So I, I start to realize that being a doctor is hard. That understanding science is hard. There's no easy way out of scientific literacy and there's no easy way out of understanding science and it sure as hell no easy way out of putting that time and studying years and being a doctor. So that's hard. So So think sometimes the path of least resistance is the order of business. You know, we, 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 we've become real lax and we want the easy way out. Well, let's just do this, let's play some basketball, let's sing, let's entertain. You don't want to be a scientist or a doctor. And so we don't have, we, we have not fostered that type of community these days that, that you know that would harbor, you know. Uh, doctors and scientists, right? We'd rather just have somebody jump on YouTube and uh, talk trash, right? So you got experts on this panel right here, serious sisters, like like they're serious at what they do. Like if we was in a Kung Fu movie, they'd be the masters. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I trust them because, because they listen to what they say, community, they say they trust science, the numbers, right? It's not a white or black thing. They're looking at the numbers, right? They, they're looking at the data. Okay, so so how we say white people will lie, black people might lie, but numbers don't lie. So we need to at least, you know, understand that. So I know I get that I'm the police. So if I'm the police for bringing experts and having a conversation with expert doctors, Right then, then I'll just be the police, and you go ahead and bring Lewis and the boys, and they care for coronavirus as Bing pies. And you We'll see how that works out. Just want to just say that.
1: You on mute, chill.
5: Mute chill. What do you think go about on. that,
7: Doctor Lynn? I agree. You're right. Numbers don't lie, and we are we are always data-driven people. I'm, and I and I'll tell patients that all the time too. I'm like, show me the data. You know, you have, and some of it. Sometimes you have to stop giving people an audience to spread misinformation. Right. Uh-huh. If you if you took away those platforms, as someone well knows this week, you take away your Twitter account. Well, well, what you gonna do? <laughs> but I mean, you you got you got nothing, right? So if you you put stuff out there, we don't hold a lot of people accountable for what they say. Right. So you don't you don't question that pseudo expert in the community to say, well, show, show me where where that is. Right. But they'll ask us. Right. right. Well, where, where is that true? What's your what's your data? How do you know that? What's the research? But but you ha- you got to work. That works both ways. Right. You ought to be able to ask those same questions of those same experts. You call them the pseudo experts. <laughs> A new term. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and the funny part about it is all the data is coming from science. So even when they cherry pick it, right. they rely on science. Even a pseudoscientist has to go to where the real information come from and cherry pick through it. It's very, it's, 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 it's interesting. And,
2: and the uh, Zoom, is- Zoom, kicked me out of the, kicked me out of Zoom. My, my computer kicked me out of Zoom. I had to come back on my phone. Which y'all Ooh. can tell. You, I got to get back on my laptop. But well, go ahead.
5: No. Uh, I, I just was basically saying that um, the doctor's right. They, they'll ask her all kind of questions, but won't present her with with data. And that's just, you know, I, mm, mm, interesting. Yeah, I want to hear Dr. Lynn. I want to hear her. Yeah, I, I want to hear her. I want to hear the experts. Seriously.
7: Thank you. Thank you. And, and And true to what, you know, kudos to the work you do for science, Literacy, because I think sometimes we have to stop talking over people um, and, and, t- and have different conversations with people. So it, it, it's, it's important if I, if I know how to say it, but I have to say it and present it to a way that people get. Um, you know, a lot of people on the hotline will, will argue with me about, well, do I need to get tested? Do I really need to isolate? Am I, you know, and I'll just keep it real for them? And I'll say, well, you know what, choose not to isolate, but when you go back to work and spread that to everybody at work and they got to close your job down and you don't get paid for two weeks, are they going to be happy that you showed up sick or mad that you showed up sick? You know, on some level you have to think outside, the pandemic does not care about the, the choices that you make. So yeah, you can choose to do things or not choose to do things, but you have to understand that there's consequences for those Just like just like everything else, right? You choose not to wear your mask, you choose to let your guard down that one time, that's all COVID needs is that one time, right? And if we're, we're big about protecting our most vulnerable, right? The older people or the babies or um, people with a lot of other conditions, then, then you, you gotta walk the walk and talk the talk. That's the only way to protect yourself. And if you're not gonna get vaccinated for whatever reason, then you gotta do the other right stuff, right? Um, and if you want others to go in line in front of you, you know, just prepare that that line may get a lot longer before it ever gets to you.
5: Yeah, you say you got to do the upright. So so our community don't want to do none of it. They don't want to wear the mask. Right, we don't.
7: We don't. Well, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do part of it. We won't do all of it. We'll do part of it, right? Because everybody will call the line and say, well, I was, I was careful, I was doing this, I didn't go anywhere. You know, we watch people go in the grocery store. How long have they been saying only two of you need to go to the grocery store? How come 10 of y'all are in the grocery store?
0: Yeah.
7: Right, somebody, somebody got to stay home, right? You can get stuff delivered. You can don't have to get out of your car to get groceries. We still continue to do the same thing. We didn't tell you not to celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa this year. We just said do it differently. But we we are people that that sometimes we're just stuck on doing certain things and not and not thinking, well, what's the worst that can happen? That's the problem with our young people. I work with staff today. So I was like, Well, you're gonna get your vaccine. She's like, No, I'm gonna wait. I'm like, Well, what? I don't and, and then I asked her why. I asked her why. She said, Well, I, I you know. I want them to work out the bugs, and I, I understand part of that. Some of some, we're not going to get past this point if we don't ask why and understand why, right? You can't counter every argument, right? And, and there's there's you know three or four groups. There's the ones that never will, right? And there's the ones that might. Maybe that's where we should be putting the the you know the emphasis on the ones that that are might and are thinking about it versus the ones that never will right? Because you, you're you not going to win all of those arguments, right? So we, maybe we have to pick and choose the ones we can win.
0: Mm.
7: Okay, do we have, uh, is, is Benita, because now I'm on my phone, so
2: I can't see everybody, but is Dr. Cole still there?
3: Yes, I'm still here.
2: Okay, and I and this is something that we talked about earlier, but I want to bring it up for everyone else.
1: Um,
0: and,
2: and Sean knows, and I know we, we've all dealt with this question of uh, of Bell's palsy, uh, mm-hmm. that was, that was the, that was the big thing uh, for a minute. Uh, can you explain to us why uh, four people out of, we now at about 10 million people vaccinated, doesn't prove that that the fact. Well, Causes Bell's palsy, or well, go ahead, Sean, because I know you've dealt with this Bell's palsy
1: thing. Uh, we're we're twelve, we're twelve million, we're twelve okay, million we're 12 vaccinated. Million. Yeah, yeah, we we was at eleven point nine, we We're over twelve. We was at eleven point nine the last live update, so we're over twelve. Um, but yes, so out of twelve million people that have been vaccinated, well, let's let's do it this way. When um when the FDA released the the data, what I'm talking about is the the 94 page and the 54 page um three trial results for Moderna and Pfizer. Um, there was instances in the adverse effect columns of Bell's palsy appearing in the placebo group and in the vaccinated group in both case studies. I think the, I could be, you can correct me if I'm wrong because I I think it was three cases in one and three cases in the vaccinated group in Pfizer. And I think maybe one in the Moderna, but then there was also like a couple, uh, three cases in the Pfizer placebo group. Um, For our community, a video went out for Facebook and the first 30 days and memes, Went out saying that, hey, uh, I took the vaccine and then I developed Bell's palsy from receiving the vaccine. Now, is is this something that, that that the mRNA vaccine, rather Moderna or Pfizer, causes, or is this something that is naturally hereditary in the human population?
3: Hmm. Doctor
2: Cole and Sean, I don't want to tell you that 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 the one, uh. The one sister was his his cousin in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> they made that video, but talk to us about, about Bell's palsy and uh, the Corona vaccine.
3: Um, I'll be honest with you, I haven't really heard much about that. Okay, now you, but you,
2: you, I know you and I talked about. I guess the general population of people. I I don't want to speak for you, but...
3: But, yeah, so Bell's palsy, you know, it's a pretty common condition. Bell's palsy is paralysis of the facial nerve. That's a nerve that serves the bottom and the, well, yeah, the side of the face. And it just paralyzes the muscles in the face. Um, So... As far as I know, it you know it's, it's it it really hasn't been a big issue with these two vaccines as far as they're coming out. So but you got to weigh the risk and the benefit. I mean, having Bell's palsy is way better than dying from coronavirus.
5: Mm. And what why do you say, <laughs> you say Yeah, cuz that's reversible, right? The, the the Bell's palsy that you normally um
3: for most people with Bell's palsy it goes away on its own. Right. We don't really know what causes it in everybody. It's probably different things in different people. We do think that um, it may be caused by certain viral infections.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, we don't really know but it, it, it's, not, it's not that it's reversible because we do something to reverse it. It just for most people, it goes away on its own and the function of nerve comes back on its own. There's some people who have a prolonged effect and they have a droop of their face, but they're still alive and still breathing.
7: Um, the vaccine company said that even though there was some reports of Bell's palsy, they did not think it was above what they would have expected for the general population. So, they didn't find an increased incidence because of or in or due to receiving either COVID or the Moderna vaccine.
5: Yeah, that's a fact. No need to worry about the bell part. They call the joker smile around here.
1: Okay. You're going to let your boy on, man, because he's he thirsty. Is yeah. he in? He i don't know he he said message he said send it to his messenger text him the link he he's he's foaming at the mouth
2: okay well you know i was i was off for a second all the way i got kicked out my own self uh let me see if i can get the link to to brother stereo
1: he ain't getting it in the chat because he's on the video thing and he won't go outside the video to not look at the video or look at just the comments to get the link. So could you please send it to his messenger? Because he's made some uh, he's asked some questions that, that the doctors uh, can address immediately uh, if they, you know, if they want to address them. If not, you know. Unc and myself are qualified to answer the questions based on the available data that we actually have from the scientific community that actually answers his question.
2: Okay, go ahead and talk. Let me, let me, I, I got the link. Let me go to and grab Stereo's uh, direct messenger, but go ahead and ask the doctor something and while I get Stereo. All
1: right, sure. Why are you, you going ahead and do this? Um, I think we already pretty much established why the black community need to take the vaccine. Um, We talked about, you know, uh, vegetables not being a true solution for what we have going on. But um, one of the things that we really haven't elaborated on is, um, I want to get back, well, this rare instance of uh, some type of immune response to the virus from a selective few of people that seem to be gaining some type of rare immunity uh, to the virus. Have you, have uh, uh, Dr. Ko or or Dr. Milliner, have you heard about people gaining some type of rare immunity to the coronavirus?
7: You mean
1: anything?
7: I have not.
3: I haven't I haven't heard anything about it, that either up until this point.
5: Sean, you're talking okay. about the uh group of people that could actually had like super
3: antibodies, is what you're talking about, am I correct? Uh
1: yeah. Right.
3: And this is people who've already had the infection? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, I haven't heard anything about hear that.
7: Yeah, I haven't I haven't either. I, I think the issue would be like how would how would you know? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I did read right. something about that myself, Sean. But go ahead; I'm still trying to get stereo together. i are
1: good. Um, the reason that I ask is because um, the day there's really no real, you know, there's a, there's some small information on it, but there's not a lot because it's a it's it's still unanswered as to why this would happen with these particular people. But there was, for instance. Um, NBC put out a uh, publication regarding this one particular uh, gentleman who uh, who had this rare uh, case. And uh, that's pretty much where it came around or evolved around uh, him being able to have that, that super beauty, pretty much. But um, some people, you know, could be under the impression, the reason that I brought it up is some people could be under the impression that, you know, that they also too may have this uh, ability to be able to have that rare immunity, and they actually don't need to get a vaccine at all. They'll just rather let all of us get vaccinated, and then they'll gain their immunity that way.
5: So yeah, they I think they're gonna uh, what it's gonna do is it's gonna kind of help scientists to develop uh, like a drug to help fight uh, COVID-19 based off of that.
2: okay uh so i i did give uh yeah i did I did read something about that that was just like yesterday or the day before yesterday I did read something about that myself uh mm-hmm. but i did i did give stereo so he should be joining us okay. and then we go we're gonna wrap this up uh if if you know you guys
1: Death. Death. have the doctors heard dr Milner or dr co have you heard anything about actual uh vaccination deaths from the new mRNA vaccine
3: i haven't
7: no I haven't. I haven't
1: now do you think that the do you think that either the vaccine makers or the medical industry and a, as a whole are secretly keeping these uh keeping this data away from the public
7: mm-hmm. no I think I, I got too much other things to do. No, not
3: as far as I know.
1: <laughs> so, if someone would
3: If it's if it's a secret, I wouldn't know.
1: <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to <not> cool "Go funny." <laughs> yeah, and then and then how do you have how, how would you know that? Like it's supposed to be a secret. Why would we know that?
1: Oh,
3: man. I not
1: as far as I know. They say y'all had the data, y'all are skewing the, the, uh, the COVID numbers, you know, you, you're, 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 uh, writing, well, you're basically writing everybody up as a COVID patient so that you could get paid more money.
3: So in that case,
7: we- I wouldn't be on this call. <laughs> 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 I would, I would take my, my Powerball money and go. So we are not reimbursed more just as, um, Someone alluded to, you know, you write COVID on the death certificate because we get, you know, uh, a dollar for every we death we certify due to COVID. That is inaccurate.
3: We don't get paid at all to, to sign yeah, the death certificate you. ever. I've not received one penny in 20 years signing death
7: certificates. And nor, nor are we paid, nor, nor is there a quota for COVID patients that we are capitalizing on. <laughs>
3: Thank no, we don't get paid by diagnosis.
5: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Sean, it seems to be
3: like a if honestly, if I was gonna pick a diagnosis to get paid for, it wouldn't be COVID 19. It'd be diabetes. It'd be
7: obesity for me.
5: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
7: We get more money from that.
5: <laughs> oh man.
3: And you know why? Because you're gonna live longer. I get paid longer. COVID take you right out. You can't diagnose by nobody that's dead.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> right.
1: Oh, okay. Out
5: of there.
1: Look like y'all wrapped up all, all of everything except for uh stereos questions. Well, one of his questions was that uh, well. He's, he got he to mention the second one because he said he talked to somebody and they told him something about a particular herb that actually fights uh, the prevention of COVID-19 or whatever he was saying in the chat. I'm, I'm curious to understand. Yeah. Uh, but his other one is he asked was uh, if they made this vaccine so fast, why haven't they made and I don't think he was paying attention, but why they haven't made a, uh, a vaccine for, you know, for cancer and for uh, for HIV.
3: Okay, before
2: so I, you answer this, Dr. Cole, I just want you to know, Stereo the Hitman is on his,
3: I, and he's in the, let's let him in. Go ahead and answer that So question. I can answer those very quickly. We actually do have a, a vaccine for cancer. It's called the HPV vaccine. <laughs> Got him. Number two, Um. what was the second thing? oh um hiv oh hiv so yeah i think most doctors you know nobody's real happy about that one but the problem is hiv is a different virus Mm. and hiv works a different way coronavirus is not a real smart virus it puts Mm. this big old big old spike protein on the outside of it so the anybody's immune system can make an antibody that spike protein. HIV is a smart one. HIV attacks the cells that make antibodies. Uh. So that's why it's so hard to make a vaccine because HIV attacks the immune system that you have to use to give the vaccine.
5: That's a heck of an answer right there. We need to replay that one. <laughs> <laughs> then you realize how stupid the question was. They say it's no stupid questions, but that was a stupid question right there. Goodness gracious! All
2: right.
5: Uh,
3: so and, and- yeah, so yeah. Um, HIV is a tricky one, and we haven't been able to get around that. Every virus is not the same. Um, and then yeah, I always I tell my patients the HPV vaccine is the first cure we have for cancer. And mm-hmm. I'll even go as far as to say, we used to start doing pap tests at age 21. Now the American Cancer Society is suggesting that we can actually start doing pap tests at age 25 now, every five years, mm-hmm. because so many people have gotten the HPV vaccine and the number of people getting cervical cancer has got gone down so low, that we don't even have to start doing pap tests to age 25 now
5: you you know what that's the point i wanted to make vaccines are so successful that they're their own
2: worst enemy viruses (laughs) or vaccines okay can you guys hear me first of all I see
5: him. Yeah. I see him yeah. on there in the dark. Put some light in there. Okay. So yeah,
2: I, I, I like his name has been has has been brought up during <laughs> several times during the uh this discussion. Uh so we have, you know, as a as a journalist, you bring somebody's name up. I gotta do my best to bring the person in. Uh Anc and and uh and and Sean notice brother from uh, a previous debate. That we had on uh, on why black people should or should not take vaccines. This wasn't. This was before we were even dealing with COVID per se. This was just about vaccines in general, and uh, this brother led the team of saying, "Hell no, do not take the vaccine." (laughs) So they they called your name up. You hear stereo the hitman. Say hello to your, to your people, the panel, and if you have a question and a brief statement, since they brought your name up, you like the candy man. If they say your name three times in a row, you will appear. <laughs> what's going on, Hitman?
6: I am here. How long say what's up to the panel, to the doctors that's on the panel, how y'all doing?
7: We're doing good. Thank you. Um...
5: Deal
7: with the chance now, boy. Now, <laughs> what's, up, <huh? laughs>
5: what's up, man? Got the chance for you now. Need the chance.
6: <laughs> well, well, I'm, am I'm. A, I'm a, you know, I stand on what I believe, and I stand on my platform. What I study now, um, to the doctors. You know, I don't take away. You know, the whole going to college, learning the textbook, doing all these things with the doctor. What I take away from is that. The first step of learning something is that we don't know until we learn. Can I at least get an agreement on that? We don't know until we go through the system to learn it, correct? That's a cautious yes. Okay, (laughs) that's good. So, So my point is, you know, when we're taught anything, it means that we're taught because we don't know. So I'm just, I'm I'm harboring on that because at the end of the day, the doctor field, the, the, the medical field, they teach you what to do when certain things happen, certain things to help people out. But at the same time, the AIDS epidemic, HIV epidemic, cancer epidemic been going on for a billion years. It's been going on forever. I'm just using astronomical things. So my point being is that With this COVID, you know, it's pretty much killing people the same way for what they say. So at the end of the day, why rush to do this vaccine and get something, oh, we got the vaccine, everybody should take it now to prevent this and that, but why not rush to do the same thing for AIDS or for cancer? You know what I'm trying, I heard your answer when I was coming in, I heard it in the thing, but at the end of the day, I mean, just it don't add up to me, it don't add up because at the end of the day, just as many people are dying from A- HIV and just as many people are dying from cancer over the years, period. But this thing is being focused on in the numbers of so many people dying from COVID, so many people dying from COVID. And to be totally honest, nobody's in there to see an autopsy. Nobody in there to see what, what really they're dying from. It could be re- the regular flu that's been killing people. The point is, is that... Everybody who wants to investigate that end of it is being shunned away. Or even people who were like, I want to exhume my my loved one's body, they shutting them down. And only time you do things like that, yeah, oh, it could be an epidemic of spread. That sounds good. The only time you do things like that in secret is to cover something up. You know what I'm saying? I have to play devil's advocate. You can't just go on with this government been messing up. Like you said, people eating hot dogs. You don't even know what's in a hot dog. They shoving it in their mouth. Who made the hot dog? The same people who made the, the COVID. So that's where I'm at with it right now. Oh, so I don't hear
1: what out. you got to say. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You said people made COVID. You mean a vaccine or you mean the virus, bro? Let
5: Sean, the doctors answer Sean. Let the let let the doctors. I
1: want clarity start. for
5: the
2: doctors. I want clarity for the doctors.
6: They, they didn't say they wasn't clear. Let them say if they're not clear. All
2: right, Benita, I uh, uh, took her. She she ready to answer. She didn't. Done...
6: So,
3: Mister Stereo, you're not making no sense. <laughs> I'm
6: Sorry, just not. Okay, well, tell me why I'm not. Maybe I'm not, but let let me know why not.
3: You're not. You're comparing cancer and HIV and coronavirus. You can't compare those things. And I, I, and I, I don't really have a long answer for you because I'm gonna tell you the same thing I tell my patients. I'm not telling anybody you should get the vaccine, just like in my presentation. I said this is why you don't want to get COVID-19, and I tell my patients. These are your risk factors of getting very sick from this virus or dying from this virus. And then here's the science, and then you have to make a decision. But you can't compare uh, this coronavirus epidemic to HIV and cancer. Those are three different things.
6: But don't all of them got one thing in common? They're killing people. So, and they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be an epidemic. So why you fix one? What is it? Pick and choose? Yo,
2: you're,
5: you're
6: not making no sense. <laughs> Peanut. I mean, you are saying I'm not making no sense, but you're not giving me a valid reason why I'm not making any sense. And I don't have to. You're
3: not making any sense, and I don't have to.
5: Send your army, Adam Doc. I got. I,
3: it. I take care of patients. You walk in my door. If you got cancer, if you got diabetes, if you have coronavirus. I take everybody as they come with what they have. I can't say you have coronavirus and make a comparison to some disease that they don't have. You can't You can't look at that's not how you take care of patients and that's not how you take care of people. But,
6: but that's not what I'm presenting to you. What I'm presenting to you is that each thing that I name is just as deadly as the other. And at the end of the day, they're not rushing for a vaccine for that why they rushing for a vaccine for this that's the point i'm making i'm not comparing well, already, them. i'm not saying i'm not saying anything like what you're saying what i'm saying is that AIDS has been out for a long time and it's been killing millions of people it's a it's a it's a pandemic where you get that cancer from? been out a for a long what, time and it's been killing millions from? of people what book that's you a pandemic
3: so, so i already explained the difficulty that the difficulty that we have with getting an hiv vaccine because it attacks the immune system and you need an immune system in order to make a vaccine work but if the virus attacks the immune system then it's hard to make a vaccine to it that's my explanation for that
6: so do you do you not agree that coronavirus attacks the the um respiratory system and do you not agree that if your immune system is strong enough it can fight it off
3: Four hundred thousand people that are dead—that's proof that it didn't work.
7: <laughs>
6: that's proof what didn't work? Their immune system being strong. That's enough? That's correct. That's that's proof
3: that four hundred thousand people's immune system did not work against this, this coronavirus.
6: <laughs> but but at the end of the day, what's the stats? Was it what? What was the ages of these people? You get what I'm like, it's a lot of answers. The only thing I hear right now, what you're telling me is what you regurgitate and what you heard. And the only reason I say that is because you really don't have no real answers. You're just telling me what you heard. And at the end of the day, you're only going to hear so much, especially being a black woman in the medical field. Like, I don't understand how, I don't understand how people don't really understand that this is all economical things that's going on around the world. This is all economics. It has nothing to literally do hey, Stereo, what, with you what got we're for talking us, about
5: right What now? you got for us, though? Just curious. What do you have? Because one thing we do know, Stereo, this is for sure, that they actually know how many people die every day, anyway. So now, extra people are dying. So why is it that extra people are dying, bro? See, that's what the makes point what you can't what makes get extra
6: people when you didn't know the stats from I'm the beginning. Simply saying people they know die the every morbidity. day from just just the flu. Or from, from having pneumonia. Every day in droves.
5: No, you and those know, are the
6: same stats they're using for this old. thing. You do understand the same know how stats. many people die every
5: day, right? You do know that, I didn't right? hear you. You do understand that they understand how many people die every day. They, there's a number. There's an average number of people that die. So now, since the pandemic came in, that number has changed. So the question is, why has the number changed, bro? The so thing my is, my, who my said it is, changed? You Wait, listening
6: to the same people? On. Hold on, you listen bro. to the same people that control the movies, that's fine. that this control fine. the airwaves. How you hey, know it hey, changed? Hey, hey, guys!
2: Let me, let me do this. Let me do this, uh, because stereo, uh, your your people are requesting stereo come over to the pseudo killers after this. I don't know if that's what I'm you done. want to do. I'm done. Oh, that's Get what back, I want
5: to do because stereo. What do you have for listen, Stereo, I want to shut up since you're since you didn't discount the medical industry and the sister's degrees. What is it right now, bro? What is it that you have for the black community that these doctors don't? Don't talk around circles, get straight to the point. Once again, what is it that you have that will help save our lives right now, Stereo? since you have combated modern science from the computer and Facebook? What do you have for us right now? I'm muted myself
6: out and please tell us what do you have, brother?
1: CPAP machine.
6: You gotta You got to say all that again. Um, uh, I said, what
5: is it, since you have discounted the degrees of these intelligent sisters, you relegated to the trash can, basically, right? And they just don't know nothing. What is it that you have for us right now that can change the trajectory of of COVID-19 in our black community, bro? What you got for me right now? And I'm being quiet. I'm going to mute out. Go ahead, brother.
6: All right, mute out. So this is what I have for you. Study the things that you need to study about this whole world. It's bigger than this medical system. It's about the world and the history of the world, meaning that this this thing happens every so many years. You have to understand this because this is about a takeover. This is about a global takeover. This is about new world order. This is about putting everybody in the space. Okay, hold up, up, stereo,
2: stereo, this is what I want to do, because I actually asked you a, about what specific technique, right, he knows health, that. what you had for the COVID virus that these sisters are saying. So what I want to do is I'm, I'm going to, and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to close this one down. Uh, say thank you to Dr. Cole and Dr. Milliner and uh, a special you did shout want to out.
5: That answer, though. I'm sure the doctors want to hear that answer. I got you <laughs> to <laughs> Dr. Donqua. Yeah.
2: But hold on. What I'm saying is, after this, I'm I'm inviting, because I'm, I'm going to go to my YouTube channel. Stereo, you can be the host. Not the host, but the guest. Because right. uh, right. there's a lot of people in the chat. <laughs> Didn't want to get at you.
0: Uh,
2: but this is something I don't think the, the doctors are going to deal with right now. But right. I will let Stereo answer that question. We're going to, I hope he'll answer the question the way Unc answered it, asked it. Ask him again for me. We're going to say goodbye <laughs> after he does this. And I'll let Aunt clarify it. And then we're going to shut this down, go over to the Kevin Chill Heard YouTube channel. And I'm 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 gonna put the uh, the link. I will redo the Zoom link. Uh, Audrey Tech Diva, what's the easiest way I can do this to to just go over to my YouTube channel and and was, uh, link.
4: Turn it, it was, off. It was, yo. Yeah, when you go yeah. over there, if you're gonna, if you, are you gonna broadcast directly through? Um, I'm a. Through YouTube? Uh, or are you
2: going to do um, Zoom? Okay, Sean, what would be the best way just yeah. to stop, just on the on Zoom is stop on Zoom? Just stop
5: on
1: Facebook. Just What'd stop on Facebook. Don't end this. Stop on Facebook yeah. and then relaunch through YouTube and okay. it'll continue to show and nobody left.
2: Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Audrey, could yes. you, you can handle that for me? Okay. You turn off the Facebook and then I re, relaunch it on. Before oh, he
5: answered the
2: question, we really want to after,
6: hear after the, the question, right? Okay, go ahead, Steria. Okay. Come
5: on, man, we so, want to hear this. He didn't
6: discount it. I thought you was gonna mute off. So, <laughs> so basically, what I'm saying is that you have to look outside of this and look at the whole, the whole plan of this, right? So it's bigger than just this medical thing. The the, the same people who make this medical thing, the same one who put the diseases and get the antidotes and all this kind of stuff. It's about global war. It's about the global in it, the whole taking over the globe, man. And putting Thanks people Thanks a lot, play. brother. Just first say world, you don't know. Just you say you don't know. Question, then you asked me. I thought you was muting out. No, because first I'm first saying all, medical you advice. First medical you medical you advice, to understand brother. a vaccine is a synthetic thing that they put in your body, the strand of your DNA. That's the first thing you need to know. So you could be tracked on the satellite so they can know when you taking the shit even. Excuse Stereo. Watch your, watch your language. And we need All to right. know what you actually
2: have.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not going to answer the question. We have, we have, we we have these have doctors.
6: Don't take the vaccine. Because if you do, you become damn near robot. That's loud. We, no, we 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 know we know you. you're
2: saying don't take it. They, can I'm you please tell what him what is, that we're uh, with him uh, right now? We just want to know
6: what is it that he's taking and recommending for the mm-hmm. black community. Absolutely nothing, because it don't exist. It ain't nothing touching me with it. I ain't I ain't been affected by none of that. Because it don't exist, I'm taking nothing for it.
5: So you're not eating? Okay, I got
6: why, you. why would you ask me a stupid question like, what am I taking for? Taking for what? All
5: right, thanks a lot, brother. All right. Uh,
2: okay. You've
5: proved, your, you've proved your
2: propensity of understanding science. Thanks a lot, <laughs> All right, so... Audrey, so what I understand that we're going to do, and I'd like to thank everybody for for joining us. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Dr. Lynn Milliner. Hopefully, we can get back to the to the uh, can film festival.
7: response to that though.
2: Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, oh I'm
7: not responding today. I, I, I not
1: today. Hey, not please, today. <laughs> I'm not today. please don't. Not today. she
7: out, y'all. Look at her face. <laughs> not today. Not today. All right. Today is not that day. But thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed it. And please please call me anytime, Chill. I mean. That- all right.
2: Okay. Okay, no doubt. Thank you for showing up. Oh, you're welcome. Dr. Dr. Benita Cole, thank you very much. Appreciate you all the time. And for for taking my other calls when I'm just calling you to say, okay, doc, check this out. You can actually <laughs> answer the phone and, and laugh at me. But uh <laughs> 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 we appreciate you. Thank you for always showing up and and bringing your crew uh to any any of my platforms. Yeah, we brought
3: appreciate we brought the we brought the crew today.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we appreciate you and and send my my thank you to Doctor La Leika La- La- Dunqua. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. So All right. what are we
4: doing now, guys? How am okay. I doing this? Yeah, and so you're gonna have to, um, because you're the host and it's your your accounts here. You're gonna have to stop broadcasting live on Facebook, and then redo it and um, broadcast on your YouTube. Okay,
2: so we'll still be here. Hit the stop and then hit
4: stop the start the live stream. So everybody,
2: I'm stopping the live stream. Here we go. Boom.